Salutations, traveler. Welcome to A Peak Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. If you enjoy the D&D adventure that awaits you, feel free to support the show by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash tabletopnotch. There you will find different tiers with different rewards as our way of expressing our gratitude. You can also show your support on your sleeve by checking out our merch shop, tabletopnotch.myshopify.com. But enough with these frivolities. Join me, Graven Ilvigo, and my periodically proficient companions on this week's episode of A Peak Beneath the Veil. We're back. In Chapter 17, Gin and Phonics. The party tumbled down the excavated chasm and landed safely with the help of the Featherfall spell onto a strange, smooth stone surface. The hill giant that fell with us was not keen on his new surroundings, and upon realizing that he was not going to understand that we weren't a threat, we used various means of distraction to keep him busy while we looked for a way out. The only lead that we could find was a series of symbols that Saphira recognized from her days of military training. Primordial numbers with an image that suggested one should speak the digits out loud. Saphira obliged, and the floor beneath us opened up, dropping us into a curious circular cell with a young man we didn't recognize. Strange markings on his skin and little in the way of possessions. He introduced himself as Shalir Olivinus, a descendant of genies from generations long ago, trapped in this prison after an archaeological expedition attempted to access a hidden temple. After our arrival, a message appeared that instructed Shalir to escort us to the arbitration chamber. And with no other discernible path forward, we agreed to follow. A stone wall retracted and revealed an icy cavern that represented a fork in the road. A large central stone basin had instructions on how to access different areas by mixing colored liquids from various pools around us. Requiring the blue and yellow fluids to make our way to the arbitration chamber, we did our best to carefully and quietly procure the necessary mixture. But a sudden slip and fall from Graven <laughs> made enough noise to alert the cavern's frozen guard. I forget. <laughs> Using fists and fire, we eliminated the creatures, paving the way to a second chamber that contained a puzzle to solve based around more primordial symbols and communication under the pressure of time. As a caged beast was rising from the ground, we attempted to complete the task. Despite finding it somewhat difficult to focus and some things getting lost in translation, we prevailed before the lurking creature was set upon us and entered with caution into the next section of the temple. Here we found rows and rows of Ganassi men and women quietly playing chess, the first people of his race that Shalir had ever come into contact with, but they largely disregarded him despite his pleading. We traversed this long hall until we reached a point where two genies sat waiting for our arrival, an intimidating Afridi and a rugged Dao. For doing his part to direct us to this point, the Tao offered Shalir a reward of his choosing, the opportunity to join the Ganassi here and be a part of their society, or be transported elsewhere and granted freedom after a lifetime of servitude. In defiance of his desire to be accepted into a world of his people, Shalir elected freedom, and with a snap of the Tao's fingers, he vanished before our eyes. The enraged Afridi accused us of breaking into the temple to steal their relics and treasures, and we did our best to proclaim our innocence, but we discovered the genies had a deeply ingrained bias against humanoid creatures after a betrayal hundreds and hundreds of years ago. 
Apparently the light whistles that we knew so much about originally got their trademark chess pieces from an alliance of genies by promising them their divine powers. But the light whistles did not uphold their end of the bargain. They replicated the original pieces, which became the foundation of the Light Whistle Estate Social Club, valuable trinkets that were symbols of status and power. The genies wanted their treasure back, and we reached an impasse when we could not convince them we weren't thieves. At this moment, a Ganassi courier arrived to inform the Afridi that a human woman and a halfling had arrived at the temple's entrance, and the halfling supposedly had some information about these light whistles. The human woman, who we presumed to be Jillian, proposed a trade, the halfling for Erland, with the hopes that whatever information she might provide would ease the genie's mind. Graven, Orba, and Saphir were instructed to wait, and as Erland was marched away, we wondered. What would the Afridi demand from us to prove our honest intentions? Where is the original set of light whistle chess pieces being kept? And would we be able to resist the temptation to swipe a valuable treasure or two? We find out now, in chapter 18, of A Peek Beneath the Veil. <gasps> a grinding of stone is accompanied by a thin cloud of dust. It sort of kicks up and settles as the cool air from the room ahead of you pushes back across your face. A red hand with a fine white robe draped from wrist to hip motions forward, and Bizarra enters into a long hallway, well lit by lamps at regular intervals along these smooth stone walls. Rows of small rectangular tables line the interior, and a pair of Ganassis seated at each one are in the late stages of a game of chess, the golden pieces with inlaid gemstones, amethyst, rubies, sapphires, emeralds, subtly twinkling in the warm glow of the room, and there's a kind of stoic grace to the way the Ganassi move their hands across the board as they capture pieces, focused, polite, not acknowledging your presence as far as you can tell. And the man escorting you holds his hand out and nods toward the end of the hall, where two genies are seated. Hello? Any motions? You're still a little bit away from the genie themselves, so we're moving you down the hall. The Dao's legs are crossed, you can see the rise and fall of its kind of muscular arms and chest as it breathes. And the Afridi stares impatiently ahead, sort of smoke escaping from his mouth as it kind of grits its teeth and waits for you to get closer. Halfling, come. Mm-hmm. I am told that you know something about the light whistles. If I tell you, what happens? If I think that you might be of use to us, we will come to an agreement. Or perhaps you can just convince me that you and your friends are not here to take my things. Where are they? They're in the room next door. Any motions? And there's a door closed to his left. <laughs> no noise. <laughs> you can't see through. Any motions? I can't see them before I talk to you. Talk first, then friends. I can assure you we're not here to take your belongings. And why should I believe that? Because we didn't even know you were here. I don't know that for sure. Well, I certainly didn't know of this lair. 
That I believe. And yet, you found the entrance of it. It wasn't my doing. It was of a friend who's back behind. So clearly, I do not want anything from you. Neither do my friends. They happened here accidentally. So they have said. It's the truth. What is your affiliation with the Light Whistles or the Chess Pieces? If you must know. I must. I see. I was assigned to get Chess Pieces for certain people so they could be part of the Light Whistle Estate Club. Who? At this time, I don't think that's important. I don't think they know, I don't even know myself, how they're so important to you. Could you explain that? We have a number of agents attempting to get into the estate club so that we might get some information from the light whistles about the original pieces. What's so important about them? The original set has a number of souls that are important to me. I see. You have no idea where they are? No. The light whistles are cautious. Hmm. Well, they've been replicated a bunch of times, correct? Yes. So, doesn't it seem a little impossible to get the originals? Not if I get the right light whistle in my grasp. Someone knows. Hmm. Well, I can assure you I don't know who that is. This person that you're collecting pieces for. Hmm. Now is the time to tell me who that is. Right. I don't know if it is, sir. If you want your friends to walk out of here, it might be. Okay. So far, I've only collected one, and I haven't even had my hands on it yet. I don't care about your progress so much as the name. And if I do give you the name and give you the information that I have, I hate to say it, but the only thing I get in return is my friend's free. Not enough for you. No. What do you want? Do, do you and your friends have any association with the Gentle Void? No. A cowardly bunch. Not reliable. Hmm. I have to say I'm not a fan myself either. Um... I was assigned to get these pieces in order to be sort of rain free from their grasp. The name. And if I don't tell you the name, what happens then? Then you join your friends and the Inquisitors ask you questions and they decide whether you walk out of here or not. Hmm. He goes by... One moment. When I give you the name... 
And at this moment, he motions to a couple Ganassi that move forward. Oh, God. They don't grab you yet, but they move towards you. Hello. And he also moves his hand a little bit, and the door to his left clicks open a little bit. I see what you're doing, sir. I'm not hiding it. What are you hiding? I'm not hiding anything. The name. Will you kill this man? I don't know. He might be more useful to me. Alive. I don't think he even knows about the souls. I don't think he does. He just wants to be popular. Either you or this man might be a member of the Light Whistle Club. And that would be useful to me. Right. Well... He goes by the Baron. The Baron means nothing to me. I told you it wouldn't. Take her. He leans back, and the two people walk forward, and they kind of hold you by the arm, and they start to guide you in the direction of the door. And he looks away, starts to have a quiet discussion in Primordial with the dial next to him. Good night. Yeah. Excuse me. What? You asked for the name. I gave you the name. Let us go. He goes by the Baron, but that is not a name. That is what I call him. And that is not useful to me. I have his real name. Do you want to tell him? You do know his name. What? You do know his real name. Yeah, you'll need to get it one more time. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a while since I talked to the Baron. It's just real name. It just says the Baron. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I, I, trying I'm to just trying to avoid your it's backstory. Is it? Thomas Pindle is the man. Oh, is that thing? Sorry. Okay, so that, you just told me, so that works. <laughs> and they're ushering you. It, before I go, sir. Yes. Does the name Pindle mean anything? And he looks at you for a moment. And a s- you'd swear that a small smile cracked <laughs> the corner of his lips. Also not useful to me. <laughs> already one of mine. He's already one of yours. Take her. Excuse me. <laughs> Are you going to physically resist? That's the only way to stay here now. Uh, yeah. Make an athletics trick. Uh, yeah. What do you mean he's already one of yours? What the fuck is he? <laughs> <laughs> said. Athletics? Mm-hmm. Thirteen. Thirteen. The two people holding you, they tighten their grip a little bit, and they pull you hard, and your feet start to sort of slide oh. across the floor. No! What does that mean? We'll talk later. And they pull, and they pull you through the door, which closes shut on the other side. And we go back in time a little bit to before she's entered through the doors here to join Orba, Graben, and Sephira, having just left the company of the genies after watching Erland be escorted down the hall. And Orba, being the first to move out of the arbitration chamber, cracks open the wooden door. You step into a surprisingly pleasant lounge. 
rugs, tapestries, deep reds and greens. There's some high-backed chairs that have sort of primordial symbols carved into them. And what looks to be a bar area. It's a light blue-skinned ganasi organizing a few (laughs) bottles of wine. And you can see the man from the waist down because it appears that the counter surface is actually levitating. It's not attached to the wall. So it's sort of standing there. And they regard you briefly as you come in, but then sort of avert their gaze. And you're only here for a couple seconds before Graven and Saphira make their way in. And they do. And the door closes by. Thought this was going to be more of a cell block. Yeah, it looks like they're, um... Hmm. Should we go to the bar? No. Well, I'm not gonna object. So I, then I'm gonna, <laughs> and as I hear her say that, I'm gonna kind of walk over to the the levitating bar. Are mm-hmm. there like chairs on the other side of this bar? Can I sit down? No, you can't sit. The bar is levitating. There's no chairs. There are chairs in the room, but they're at little tables. There's no chairs at the bar. Okay. There's no stools. How many? How many Ganassi are in here? Uh, there's one behind the bar, right. and there's looks like there's two sitting, not together, sort of sitting individually at a couple different tables. Three. Should we try to find out what this place is? Yes. Let's maybe ask the bartender before we place an order. Okay. Okay. And I, I can I have reached the bar? Sure. Kind of by this point? Up here. Um, sort of is looking at a bottle of wine. He looks up as you arrive. Hiya. Uh, where exactly am I? You're waiting. That doesn't give me any information. I don't think I'm waiting for what exactly. You're not Ganassi, so I assume you're waiting for the Inquisitors to arrive. Oh, the Inquisitors? Yes. Right. Doesn't sound fantastic. Um, incidentally, can I have some of that? He sort of looks around. It's not for visitors. Oh. Mm. Do you have anything that is for visitors? Until you've been cleared of whatever charges have been brought against you. Uh, no. What's your name? Berlevi. Berlevi? It's nice to meet you. I'm Orba. Nice to meet you, Orba. Well... How long do people usually wait here? Not very long. Then you'll be split up, most likely. Separate. He turns his head. And at the end of this room, on the other side of the far wall, there's a number of iron doors. It looks like five or six iron doors, sort of at the end of this hall. They take, All closed. They take us in individually, these inquisitors? Yes. What are they going to ask us? I wouldn't be frightened unless you did something wrong. Mm-mm. That we have not. Well, you fell into a hole, but... Well, sounds like you'll be fine then. Has nobody walked into that room to find the headless giant? I mean... Oh yes, it's not like we didn't make a scene when we fell. There's a, there's a broken carriage and a headless giant and we said we fell through a hole. I'm not... I don't understand why that's a difficult story to believe. Well, I would save it for the Inquisitors. I am merely here to provide nourishment. You don't know anything about some of the other chambers here? I do, but again, until you've been cleared of your charges. 
Right, chairs, and I'm just gonna kind of. Is there like a nice cushy sofa somewhere that I can sit down on? Some chairs. Okay. A nice cushion. Perhaps we should huddle up before we get split up. Okay. It's not exactly like we have to get our story straight. Right, I I, get. Just tell the truth, I suppose. Yeah. Yes, let's please be 100% truthful. I know we all like to keep our little secrets, but let's get out of here. Yes. You guys take a seat. It's not long before Bizarre enters. Bizarre. Hello, friends. It's been a while. Hey, Ben. Good. How did you find us? Well, Jillian had a hand in that. How did Jillian find us? Well, when we left you with the giants, and the ho- we had our horses, and. We had to leave them behind and tie them up, so we came across some tricky terrain, but with Jillian's expertise, we, we ended up finding the hole. That's what the entrance made. The entrance like. <laughs> of the tunnel that I assume you came down. D- does Jillian know what this place is? Did she recognize the entrance? She recognized that they were sort of primordial symbols, which might indicate yeah. elemental people, but she didn't. She, know she wasn't happening. Like, this is the genie. Yeah. <laughs> she recognized the language, couldn't speak it, but knew that there was something down here. How how did she know that the light whistles would have sway over the Ganassi? How did she know to give up that kind of information? Um, don't know. Uh, they stopped us at the entryway and said that uh, you were down here, that our friends were down here and were going to be questioned. And she, so willingly, offered up that I had information on the light whistles and the chess pieces. Do you? The only thing I know is that people want to be part of this light whistle club. And if you gather all the pieces to a chess set, you become a member, and you have certain reign over others. And did they find that information to be helpful? Not exactly, since I'm in this room right now. You hear the door clicks open, and the fire Ganassi, the one with the white robe that walked you down earlier, comes in. The Inquisitors will be arriving very shortly if you would, and motions towards the end of the room where the iron doors are. We still have, like, all our armor and our weapons hasn't and everything, you right? Anything? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we can still talk? Or still... Yeah, he's yeah. standing there, but yes. Uh, they don't seem to want to harm us, and they just really want their pieces. The genies are not without mercy, and they are sound of judgment. You will be listened to and Areko will make a determination. If it eases your mind, the punishment handed down is rarely death. Rarely? Rarely. In what cases is it death? I don't always know. Look, I don't see why we have anything to hide from these people. Excellent. Emotions towards the... Can I start heading over to those? Sure, yeah, absolutely. And you get there first, you open it up, it's open. You open it up, and it's a smallish... It has a chair and a table, and uh, it has three chairs and a table. It's not like... It doesn't look like a cell. It's a small room. It doesn't look like 
any anything nefarious about it when you enter, but we're all in there together, right? No, you're each going into one. That's what oh. I indicate. So if you're went into one. Looks like there's no way around it then. I have to go too. Don't be nervous. Okay. Just tell the truth. Okay. Okay. You too. I'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. Norba like <laughs> in a daze, like wanders into one. I'm just going in. And it doesn't seem like he's locking the door, but he does close it behind each of you. <laughs> and back in the lounge, two Ganassi enter. A water Ganassi and a fire Ganassi. You're not seeing this. <laughs> and they seem to be having a quiet conversation in Primordial. Oh, man. Which one is he? Let's find out. Ereko believes that the travelers are here for some reason that he has not yet discerned. We haven't found sufficient evidence to determine that the party was seeking a particular treasure or relic, but Ereko senses something off about them. Mm. So we're going to lean on them a little harder than usual. All right. I thought perhaps we'd um, level a number of accusations, not leading anywhere in particular, see where it takes us. Look for inconsistencies, sensitive subjects, perhaps we'll rummage through their things, see what turns up. Fair. Who do you think we should start with? Ereko said that the half-elf was the most difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. The half-elf it is. Very well. And they make their way to the end of this room, and they clock open, and Sephira's there, sitting, waiting. And the two of them enter in, you see them. Two Ganassi, one water, one fire. Uh, the fire Ganassi has sort of burgundy skin with short blonde hair, simple black caftan, and he has an impressive array of gold bracelets and rings that are sort of clinking and rattling as he enters. And the water Ganassi has a sort of tight-fitting pair of yellow trousers and a structured jacket that sort of has clasps running down the middle. And the two of them enter the room, and they sit sort of across from the stick. My name is Murad. This is Cipro. We're going to ask you a few questions. Okay. I'd like to start with um, this. Could you tell us what this symbol means? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I... No, I... You were the one who spoke (laughs) the symbols and entered into the temple originally, yes? That's what you said to Ereko. Yeah, let me rack my brain. Yeah. Um. He sort of holds it up in the face on a piece of parchment. <coughs> oh man, it's that oh, one. She knows. Uh-huh. So, tell me, in the um, Den of Sands, you refer to the symbol as nipple. <laughs> so, would you like to explain this inconsistency? Do, do you know the language or do you not? I know it very... Mm. I don't know it very well. I, I was taught it by my my teacher. He used it as a series, like a warm-up exercise. And I, we were under some pressure mm. to complete that exercise and... I don't know, when I looked at it, the only thing I saw was a nipple. Yes. So, I looked at the symbol, but she'd read the symbols before. Mm. So, 
What happened there? Between one room and the other, you'd forgotten your uh, primordial <laughs> digits, did you? I mean, y- yeah. I, I, Not good under stress. He <laughs> sort of writes a little piece on that. Um, she mentioned a, a, um, a master of some kind who taught you the symbols. Yeah. What was his name? Watchy Faroe. Watchy Faroe. And this, um, Watchy Faroe, he was what to you? You were very close? Um, somewhat, yeah. He was my trainer, my mentor. Okay, so so this person you were close with, very close, um, sexual partner of yours who speaks primordial, sends you to Antisuyu. Yeah, not a sexual You partner. come to this elemental temple to what? Just take a look around. Seems like a fantastic no, coincidence. Does it seem like... I, I just have a... Out of curiosity, um, ha, did you go to the entrance to the place where we uh, we collapsed into this excavation? Yes, we did take a walk. Did you find a headless giant? Did we find oh, yes. a headless giant? Yes, we saw the headless giant. Yes. This is what I'm, I'm having a difficult time understanding, is what? I literally fell into this place. I had no t- I didn't even know what it was. I frankly, at this point, regret reading the symbols, but I, I it was the, I, the... But you do understand how our suspicion could be aroused. <laughs> Not really. You know our language, you accidentally fall into it and leave a headless language. giant I know, like, at our doorstep. I five symbols from your language. Mm-hmm. Five symbols, and yet you can't remember well, one of them. Nipple. Well, I can, you know, when I'm, I guess, not terrified that I'm gonna screw something up, then yeah. You get terrified easily? Is that something that happens? I wouldn't say so, no. I don't get terrified easily. Mm. You find yourself falling into these kinds of situations often? No, this would be a first for me, yeah. What did you think when you were walking down our halls, looking for a way out, presumably? There's a lot of discussion happening in the ice room. Yeah, I wanted to get out. Look, I'm not interested in the it's very nice stuff you've got. I don't want it. Very nice. You think it's nice, or one of your companions thought it was nice? I think it's objectively nice. <laughs> I. If you thought one of your companions might take something, who do you think that would be? No one. Well, let's say one of them did. I don't think any of us are that completely stupid. Stupid or opportunistic? In this circumstance? <laughs> what Maraud is trying to say is, if someone had taken something, who would it maybe have been? I don't think any of us took anything. I think that would sure, be extremely... Sure, we're not saying that... Sure, no, 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 but just... Yeah, I can't answer that question. I have no idea. I, I don't think... You can't I'm, or you won't? No, I literally... I, I don't feel able to... I have no idea who would steal anything from... I... Little... Little tongue-tied? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't think of the right word. What are you doing with that? What is that? Um, this is a representation of your inability to tell us the truth. <laughs> it's a nipple. It is a little... No. No. And you know that isn't true. <laughs> Can you can you not see how it's a little suspicious? What then? That you know one? one word in one room, and then you've decided to change what it is for lack of knowledge. In the we middle. didn't change it. It was also because I was in a room full of people who did not also speak the language. So finding a more colloquial way of describe. I don't. 
to describe it, to make sure we hit the right buttons. To help them understand. Yeah, it's easier. Where you were. Yeah. To feed them information. Which was the point of the exercise, but yes, I see what you're trying to do there. I don't know, I'm just saying what you're saying. I don't think you're trying to do anything. No. (laughs) Alright, but I'm going to leave this with you, and he slides the sort of page across. (laughs) And we're going to talk to um, one of your friends. We might be back. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh my god. Yeah, no problem. And the two of them exit and close the door. Hmm. Who should we try next? I don't know. I'm interested. Trying to find a way out. Hmm. I have to say. Where were they looking? Yes. Uh, <laughs> there's only one way forward. Yes. <laughs> Let's try the glide, see what he has. I agree. Yeah. And they go to the next door. And opens up. And Graven's sitting there. And they close the door. And the two of them sit. Hello, I'm Murad. This is Cipra. Cipra. Graven. Graven. <laughs> <laughs> we were impressed with your uh, performance in the Den of Sands. Mm-hmm. Focus, leadership, yes. quick thinking. Mm. Do you um you like puzzles? You like doing puzzles? Putting your mind to the test? I like keeping my companions and myself safe. But you like um trying something difficult, striving and coming out on top? I suppose coming out on top is usually the better option. Mm, Agreed. Correct me if I'm wrong, Cipro, Mm. but um, (laughs) planning a robbery is a bit like a puzzle, wouldn't you say? Yes, I feel like it's definitely rising to some kind of a challenge. Especially especially a blind robbery where Mm. you've never been before. (laughs) What to take, what not to take. Yes, 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 yes. I see what you're implying, but... No. Hmm. I am no thief. You don't fancy yourself a mastermind? Let me ask you something else. You say a hill giant mm. broke through the walkway on the surface and you all went tumbling down, yes. landing on the temple below. Unfortunately, yes. Goliaths are descendants of giants, are they, are they not? <laughs> so you, you speak the language, you speak giant, yes? Yes. Ah, so theoretically, it would be possible for you to communicate with the giant? I was attempting to communicate with him when we fell, yes. Sure. Talking with him, uh, maybe a little quid pro quo, he helps you break down and you offer him access to the temple? Oh, whatever we did, it was not working together. I'd like to see you try to work together with a hill giant. <laughs> well, I, I don't speak giant. Do you speak giant? No, unfortunately, no. It's rather difficult when You're you don't the know the language. One in here <laughs> speaks giant. Yes. <laughs> they are very simple-minded. It's true. I tried to distract him. It did not work. He attacked us. The weight of himself, our carriage, and our persons fell through a shoddy wooden structure, which I don't know how long this place has been here, but the structure has been there decades, many centuries. Criticizing the structure, you see. Not your structure. This is exquisite. But we fell through. And 
when we saw no way forward, we wanted to get away from the hill giant. Sephira spoke the words, and we fell again. Goliaths are also um, very skilled hunters, often, yes? Sort of a tribal, mountainous race? I have done my share of hunting, yes. Yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong about this, but um, giants uh, often try to one-up each other. He who kills the, the greatest beast, uh, important among his people, slaying a, a genie, that would be quite an accomplishment. I have no desire to slay genies. Make a persuasion check. (laughs) Fourteen. Perhaps, perhaps. I have never encountered a genie before, and I have honestly been quite in awe. Of your masters, is it? Mm-hmm. 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 And he leans in close to you, sort of very, almost six to eight inches across the table. He sort of looks at you a little bit. You have a lot of experience with, um, curses? It's just something in the air, a whiff of, um... Recently, was cured of a curse. Yes. It's not your everyday person that gets cursed. Usually, no. you're fighting something. We were fighting for the city. We we were in Urunchupa, and we were doing. We were helping them clear out some. Uh, can't remember. <laughs> the iron kegs. The oh. iron kegs had attacked, and we were helping the local militia clear out these beasts. Underground? Uh, yes. You've experienced fighting underground? <laughs> I've experienced fighting in many places, yes. How did you get out? From underground? Yeah. It's quite a silly story, actually. Some of us, <laughs> I love silly stories. Some, a few of us were able to burn a hole through a chest. There was a ladder. <laughs> another, another of us and I just went back through the hole that the Ankeg had made in the in the structure in the wall. Interesting. Thank you for your cooperation. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. The two of them get out. Close the door. Well, he's rather a bore. <laughs> What's on your mind, Sifra? Uh, the question that keeps persisting is how are they planning to get out? Mm-hmm. Why? Why not turn around? Go back the way they came. In the basin chamber, why not go through the entrance hall? It's rather true. than proceeding. Yes, that's true. That's a good Why? point. So, they must be capable of more than they're putting on. Presumably they wanted access yes. to, the, to the arbitration chamber, to many treasures there. Why else would they be here? Let's try the tiefling next. Wonderful. They open the door. Uh, have I been waiting for ten minutes? 
Can I have cast at ritually comprehend languages sure. in case anybody starts to try to sure. be sneaky? <clears throat> so I'm just I'm standing by a chair. I'm not sitting yet. Right. Head down, hands together. Hello, I'm Marav. This is Cipro. Hello. Won't you have a seat? Thank you. She sits. She's rather young to be traveling with this group, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Where did you say that you were headed before all of this? We were headed to Mukmu. Mm-hmm. What's, yep. in, what's in Mukmu? You're from Mukmu? I'm not from Mukmu. Um, the woman who is leading us, Jillian, who's waiting outside for us to return, she's taking us to Mukmu. Mm. Part of a larger crew. Just the ones that you see here and then the one outside. Mm. There's, there's two outside. Two outside, right. Sorry, Erland. Oh, he made it outside? Yes. That's good. Thank you. In my experience, when there's someone much younger in a a gang, I'll call it a gang, a crew, it's because they have a very particular skill. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. get a friend or someone of similar likeness. Mm. So when someone's much younger, they have a particular skill set that's difficult to find. Perhaps deception, lockpicking, cutpursery. You have skills of this kind? Small hands? I'm not that small. Everybody keeps saying I'm small. Do I really look that small? Oh, well, smallish. <laughs> Smaller than the Goliath. Smaller than your well, friend. <laughs> yes, well, he's extraordinary. Um, I have some skills, but I wouldn't say I'm... Um, I'm looking to improve. Now, where are you from, originally? To be honest, I don't really know. And I would love to be honest, but I don't really know. Loaded answer. To be honest, to be honest, I don't really know. I can't be honest. I want to be honest, yes. but I don't. I wish don't I could give you more information. And you don't more know help. where you're from. I do not know where I am from. Mm. At least that's what you're telling us. Sure, but I don't. Great. Okay. You were um, <laughs> very quiet when your friend spoke to Reko. Oh, is that? Skitter by unnoticed and want to be picked out of the crowd? Uh, no, no, I just, I tend to be quiet when in the face of some true authority and your friend seems quite authoritative and that's how I show my respect. He can be interesting. What is his name? Areco. Areco. You wouldn't mind if we took a quick look through your things, would you? I would, to be honest. Why? Because I have personal items in there, and I don't like sharing them. don't like sharing them, personal items. You understand that you are accused of potentially plotting to or stealing an object from the genie temple, yes? That is what they think we have done? Yes, as of now. And my friends have not been able to convince you otherwise, have they? No. Oh. (laughs) Unfortunately, they've sort of corroborated... Made it worse. ...our fears. What? Yeah. That doesn't sound like my friends. No. I'm sorry to say. You've given reason for us to doubt, we'll say that. And they've sort of put your name at the top of the list for the people who have kind of masterminded this whole thing. And I think it would just be wise if you let us just look through your things. We're not going to touch anything. We just want to see what you have and just make sure you haven't taken anything. And if you haven't, there's nothing to fear. Can I do an inside check on that? <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Uh, 
15. Mainly just about the your friends put you at the top of the list. I mean, you get the sense that it might have been a slight bluff, but okay. it's hard to tell a little bit. Um. How about this? Um, why don't you take the things out of your bag and we just take a look as you do that? Perfect. You want to hold anything? We won't even touch it. You're just looking for treasures? Anything that might have been taken? All I've seen are any kind of valuables, but I don't have any of those in my bag. Excellent. Perfect. <laughs> Tip it over. Okay. Ooh. So. Okay. Promise you won't take anything, though, because I have very little to myself, and. They even like they like scoot their chairs back a little bit to give you a little bit of extra room. Thank you. <laughs> but so horrible. her stuff. Oh my god. Graven told me to be honest, and it would help us, so I'm going to listen. So, so I, was there someone else that told you to be dishonest? No, Graven I just said be honest. No, I just take his advice. The half elf said maybe leave a thing out to. No, she did not. Graven just advises me, and I trust him. Ah, excellent. Mastermind, so, like I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um, so Horma takes out a ceremony attendance sheet. And she takes out any papers. Like, she stacks those all together. And they sort of peek up and over. <laughs> yes, I like to write a lot, and she puts the quill on top. Uh, so I collect any papers that I find. So there's just a lot of paper here. You're probably not interested. So then I take out chalk. I take out 15 chalk, and I put them on the table. We found these uh, at one point, and I just thought, you know, I could be drawing on stuff. I didn't draw on any of your halls, though. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, and Murad seems to be, like, taking an inventory, as you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, like, a velvet pouch. <laughs> I, have, I don't think this is in my backpack. I wrote two days' worth of horse feed. Is uh, that no, in my in backpack? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's our favorite <laughs> Smacking away on some more speed. This velvet pouch, what's. Oh, it's empty. Uh, it was oh. given to me as a gift. You want to see it? It's not very fancy. Could you turn it inside out? Nothing. No, All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are very suspicious. Yeah, I'm just doing, just doing my jobs. <laughs> um, I take out the amethyst powder. It's a pouch. So mm-hmm. This has yeah, amethyst powder in it. I'm a little bit of a wizard, so it's a component for spells a lot. Mm-hmm. Should I just see a little bit of it? It's no, very pretty. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I take out a scimitar and three daggers. These we pulled off of some barbarians before we fell into your little world here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Dreadful um, creatures. <laughs> yeah, they weren't very nice. Have you encountered them before? We'll get to that after the bag. Uh, oh, okay. And then uh, Orba for like a second like hesitates, but looks up and I'm okay. I'm trusting you with this. And she takes out a silver banded ring with a sapphire gem. This is the only thing in the world that I truly treasure, and I've had it for quite some time now. Now, this is interesting because a second ago you said nothing of value, and now I see a sapphire ring that seems of considerable value. Well, it has emotional value, yes, but I didn't think it no, was. No, I mean monetary. Sapphires are also very valuable. Oh, they are? Oh, they are! Yes. <laughs> I didn't know this. It was a gift. A gift from, from whom? From an old friend. Old friend. Does your friend have a name or just. I, well, yes, that my friend has a name, but I don't see how that's relevant. Is your friend um, Mr. Genie Temple, and that's where you got the ring from? 
No, that's foolish. No. No, it's something that I got quite some time ago. It was a gift. Quite some time ago from where you're from that you can't remember? Well, I mean, I can remember kind of stuff, but I don't remember my origin of birth. You can remember kind of stuff. Alright. <laughs> there so, are a lot of blanks. Yeah. There are a lot of blanks. There's an doesn't know where she's from. Doesn't know where you're from. Doesn't doesn't have a friend's name that you can share where you are. Would you guys, if you took a closer look it's, at it, would you be able to tell that it's clearly not from here? And I like hold it out to them. I have nothing to hide. So much. She needs so considerable wealth it's, in the vault. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I know what's true. Sapphire ring. He writes it down on a piece of And that's it. That's all I have to my name. All right. No. We'll be back. Thank you for cooperation. Yeah. I'm like starting to put it back into my horse feet. Yeah, Picking the chalk out of the horse feet. Eating the horse feet compulsively. Yeah. Oh my god. I'll erase that. I feel like we're getting more questions than answers. Absolutely, and it just seems like. No one has any connection to the outside world. Mm. No one has any reasons for why they're here. Mm. They're trying to find a way out. A lot of muddy histories. <sighs> yes. Should we try the last one? Please. Let's take a look. And they open the door. I'm sorry, it's there. Uh, oh. Time to be inquisited about. And perhaps. Maybe just have a little conversation. <laughs> I'm Rod. Is that a reason you're on the defensive right away? Just been waiting for your arrival, I guess. Sorry, we were <laughs> chatting with your friends. Yes, your friends had a lot of blanks <laughs> they didn't fill in, so yeah. it took a while. Makes sense, though. Why? Because no one expected to be here. <laughs> Sure, I think I'm in blanks referring to their history. Uh-huh. How do you know them? Well, I didn't, uh... Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I'm just, he, I'm just he's very excited for, about my story, reason, apparently. For some reason, she's offended by my wanting to listen and hear out. I only have your best interests at heart, you know? I've never had someone so eager to listen to what I had to say uh, before. I'm sorry. You must understand, we got, we got very few answers from your friends, so we're right. eager to hear right. some information. I happened upon them. Uh, by happenstance, I... Happened upon them? <laughs> by happenstance. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Don't know why I was eager to hear anything at all. Right, it's not that exciting, I guess. Um, I was being taken by carriage, and they happened to also be in the carriage. May I ask a question? Why give yourself up? Give myself up? Why sacrifice yourself to be exchanged for your friend? See, it wasn't really my choice. What? Uh, oh, it wasn't. Expound on that. Well, I really have nothing to hide at this point. Excellent. <laughs> I'm the only one that's ever been in any sort of connection with anything of light whistles. I told your boss. And this um, woman outside, did mm-hmm. we get her name? The woman outside, what was mm-hmm. her name? 
She's just a woman. Jillian. She's just a woman. Jillian. 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 Yes. There one you of go. your cohort gave yes. her up. She doesn't like giving up names. Didn't like no. Jillian. Didn't want to tell a reco. No. No. Doesn't like names. Interesting. <laughs> um, this woman, Jillian. She seemed to give you up without your consent. Did that, that make you mad? You mad about that? <laughs> vengeful. Oh, vengeful. No, mad to vengeful, real quickly. It was off-putting. <laughs> off-putting? But I can recover from off-putting situations pretty speedily. Hmm. don't know what that means. <laughs> it means that I can handle myself. I believe that. These, um, light whistle chess pieces that you're looking for, <laughs> do valuable relics in general interest you, or just these ones? These are the only ones I've ever been required to seek. <laughs> but you, uh, you come from wealth. Wealth doesn't interest you so much. Very rich. I come from wealth. Uh, no, I'm asking you. No, I do not. Oh. So riches might interest you as someone not from wealth. Money and riches are not important to me. Hmm. Yet you're trying to get into the Light Whistle Estate Club. Correction. I am not trying to get into the Light Whistle Estate Club. I've been assigned to get the pieces for somebody else, as I told Areco Earl. How do you feel about that assignment? It's an assignment. Hmm. If it's what I have to do for myself and my worth, then I will do it. Interesting. So if you were happening by a number of valuables you would you wouldn't even pick them up not doesn't oh, like the ones right outside the door oh, no, down the hall is that what you're saying sir let's say out in the world you find some valuables no one's watching not belonging to anyone you wouldn't pick them up no make a deception check <laughs> looked you right in the eye <laughs> <laughs> Eight. Yeah. He just sort of looks at you for a moment. Are you finding um, traveling with your companions to your liking? Seems this Jillian woman pushes you around a little bit. What about the others? Pushes me around. Well, she volunteered you. You said it wasn't your idea. I consider traveling them very, very nice. Are you um, hoping to? Get somewhere, gain something. What's the end game here with your friends? With them? Not sure. We all have different missions in life and we've all been put together unexpectedly. But it's a good group. I trust them. And um, once you've collected these chess pieces, what then? What's, what's next for you? Freedom. Not free at the moment? I wouldn't say I'm completely free, no. Being under somebody's beck and call to get something or having to answer to other people is not free to me. This person that you're um, under their thumb, as it were, could you buy your way out? Could you purchase your freedom? I don't have the money to do so, sir. So if you sold a valuable relic, you might have the money to buy your freedom. Mm. I don't have any valuable relics. No, I'm saying if you found one, if you got one, It's not typically the way I roll. What way do you roll? <laughs> by my smarts. Mm. By my muscle. Mm. I'm a very capable halfling. 
I don't think buying my freedom is shows what I'm worth. Hmm. Anything else, Cipron? Anything else? Is that story intriguing for you? What do you plan to do once you have all these light whistle pieces? Give them over. No temptation. No. To join their club. To be around a bunch of stiffs who like power. No. No. That's all. Thank you for your cooperation. We'll uh, be with you in a moment. Nice meeting you two. Quite the team. <laughs> and they exit. <laughs> <laughs> Think, Cibro. Oh, I think, I think they need to be worked more. Mm. Oh. You're right. I think Rekko will be very displeased if we bring him back nothing. Yes, this doesn't seem to be anything here, but doesn't seem to be any definitive answers the other way either. No, and I'm wondering. I'm also wondering. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm wondering who to leverage. Mm. Who do you think is the most vulnerable? This halfling has a lot of holes in her story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a complete lack of temptation, which... <laughs> Why would they be here? Makes no sense. I think, I think the correct course of action is for us to divide. Mm. Interesting. I think... If you would be so kind as to return to Areco, report our progress, mm. and explain to him that we need more time. I shall do that. It would be valuable. Let's see if I can buy a little more time. Please. He does like a timely response. Absolutely, and, and understandably so, and I think if you leave me alone with this band, I should be able to make a little... A little bit of progress. Very well. I'll see what I can do. I'll, Thank you. I'll be back in a number of minutes. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Report back to me what you've heard as soon as you get anything. Exquisite. So he's your bloody bow. He starts to walk off. Yeah. I bow back. Where do you go? I want to go back in her room. The same one? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Can you see? Zipper. More stories, were you? No. My name is Cipro. Hello? You have no desire to join the Light Whistle Club. No. Do you have any affection towards them? Affection? Yes, affection. Answer the question. No. What would you do to get out of here? To get out of here? Yes, stop repeating what I'm saying and answer the damn question. What what would you you do to get out of here? What do you want me to do? I'm not going to make up my own punishment. I have nothing but disdain for the light whistles. Oh, I thought you were going to say it towards me. I was like, what did I do to you? (laughs) I appreciate your willingness to contribute, but I need you to be silent for a moment. Just listen to what I have to say, okay? 
Thank you. I have nothing but disdain for the light whistles. I don't have much time right now. I have nothing but disdain for what they have done to my leader. Areko is blind with rage. He does nothing but hunt them. I want out of here as much as you. Hmm. It will take some doing. But I need you to trust me. And I know I haven't been entirely faithful. But what you just underwent from my end is a test. My colleague, colleague, Maraud, has no idea what I'm saying to you right now. It is just you and me. And soon I will release you and your band. And we will follow my plans that I've carefully laid over the last... I don't care to disclose how long. And we will escape. But it will mean trusting me. Just as I will have to do you. <laughs> um, I mean, she's she can decide. You can oh, make okay. a. Why don't you make an insight check? Um, sort of. She can sense your honesty, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Five. Five. I mean, he's not giving you any reason to distrust him in particular, but it's hard to tell. I mean, you've gotten conflicting notions back and forth. We don't have much time. I can speak now. Why should I trust you? I know the way out. <laughs> and you don't like being here? No. Why? I'm sure I don't have to tell you what it can be like being on one quest for a very long time. Try hundreds of years. Are you speaking of the pieces with the souls? Yes. It's exhausting. <laughs> And you want to get them? I don't want to get them. I want to get out of here. Areko will not rest until he has them. I'm not interested in helping him collect them. We've been trying for hundreds of years and we've gotten nowhere. What do you want? Freedom. To do? Whatever I want. And you need me? I do. For? Distraction. And what would I do to distract? I would tell you no more until you agree to it. If I'm distracting people so you can escape and my friends can escape, then where does that leave me? Your distraction in name only. You have to trust me. In name only. And if I don't? We're stuck here. You'll tell your friend that I didn't cooperate, or they didn't cooperate, and we're stuck here forever. Yes. You said the destruction's in my name only. Yes. It will take some doing, but I assure you, if everything goes off without a hitch, neither you nor your friends, nor anyone you know, will be in any danger. Tell them that I stole something so they go looking for me. Yes, but that's not all I'm going to tell them. I knew it. 
It's possible that they could find me again, you know that. Yes, and it's possible that if we stay here any longer, they'll find you right now. But I didn't do anything wrong yet. <laughs> they will hold you. You've got two options. Trust me. Have a shot. Don't. Your fate is out of my hands. And they don't have any idea where to find the soul pieces. Oh, I don't know about that. But I promise you, when we execute my plan, they will be far too distracted to ever go looking for them again. What? I cannot tell you any more until I know that you will join me. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to protect myself as much as you. You name. can understand that, right? If you knew a way to get out of somewhere and you needed the trust of a person, would you tell them how to get out? Would you? Maybe. Would you leverage your one piece of information? Truthfully. My name is already not in good standing. All the more reason. I'm on my way to getting clear. They will not let you out. If I agree to help them find their pieces, they won't let me out. <laughs> it's getting a decision Sorry. time here. It's okay. Yeah. You will never find them. We've been trying. You don't think a band of all powerful Ganazi could find the pieces, but you can. You're strong-willed and I respect that. Make the right decision. Decide now. Wonderful. On the door. Eureka has granted us a bit of extra time. Wonderful. I cast message. Okay. To Murad. Sure. I point my finger towards Murad and I can whisper a message. The yeah. target and only the target hears the message. Yeah. This is what I say. I'm so very close to having a break. I need 30 minutes. I know. Gives a look. <laughs> I know, I'm aware. But she is by far, you know this, and you can attain, attest to this, to Areco. She is by far the strongest of the four. And once we have her... And he thinks for a moment, and you're watching this, and he's like, I'm spurring <laughs> I know. So the rest will follow. <clears throat> Make a persuasion check. Oh boy, come on. Oh no! And add your persuasion. It's a critical failure. <laughs> oh. He's sort of, he can message you back through mm-hmm. the message, mm-hmm. and he says back to you, I think I'm going to work on it for a while. Why don't you go to one of the other rooms and compare notes? Wonderful. Will do. And I leave the room. Right. You leave the room? And he sits for a moment. 
Now, let's start from the beginning. I immediately cast message again. Okay. And I'm speaking to her now. Sure. I can speak through walls when I know the person and I know what they look like. Yep. Okay. So you hear my voice. Okay. You can hear it in your head. Halfling. Trust me. I tried to remove him from the room and I failed. I apologize. I will relay my information to your mates. We will be there shortly. That's it. Alright. I'm two of them sit down. Where are you going? I'm saying, oh my god. <laughs> the big guy. Okay. Door opens. Oh. Right. This big guy. The big guy. <laughs> your, your name again? Graven. Where Graven. is your friend? Graven. Cipro. Cipro. I'm the only one you need to know. Uh, I was just conversing with your halfling friend, halfling friend, and um, we've made an agreement, and I need to bring you and the rest of your band into this agreement. So would you kindly follow me, and we'll go join the other two? What are you talking about? Would you kindly follow me? Thank you. <laughs> I just walk out of the room. Leaving the door open? Yeah, leaving right. the door open. Need I open the door to... I'm sorry. Uh, Orba. Or, yes, please. Hello. Hello, There's you're one. back. Yes, I'm can back. I hear, can I hear him? Yes, the door is open. All right, I... Oh, hi, Graven. <laughs> this seems super off the box. Shh, 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 shh. Oh, sorry. Yes, please. No, 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 you're fine. It's just my colleagues in the next room working on the halfling. Halfling, and I need to speak to the three of you alone. So could we all join in the ranger's room? Well, you're the you're the guy I'm the in boss. charge. Right, well, let's go. Okay. Open the door. Sure. I close the door behind us. So all four of you are in that room. In that one cell. Okay. Oh great, are we good to go? All right. My name is Cipro. Yes. Hello. Yes. Wonderful. No, I'm just reintroducing myself because I feel like the person that you met wasn't the real me. It's fine. Listen. Oh, what are you... Listen. My partner, Maraud, is in the next room interrogating the halfling again. Uh-huh. Okay. I have shared with the halfling some information that I want to bring you all on board on. What information? We're breaking out. Uh, oh! We. <laughs> Hang on. We, no, 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 What's that look for? Have Why you ever, you this stop? doesn't seem like a position that you quit from. Have you ever told a genie you quit? I've never met a genie until today. No, yeah. Well, no one has told a genie that they quit. Well, then run away. Where's the exit? You, you... But I, I don't know where the exit is. You... You're supposed to lead us to the exit. Sephira, you and want us to help you. That's exactly right. And you're going to get us all out. Precisely. Before before we agree, mm. what what do they know about us? Do they know anything about us more than what they have asked? Are we a mystery to them as much as we they are to us? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not 
not sure why I'm interested in making any enemies here. I have absolutely nothing to hide from you people. I haven't done anything wrong. I'd be happy to wait and let them let us go. We will not let you go. Centuries? You're telling us this, but it seems like you need our help. So, I'm... I'm, I'm you are absolutely to... right. If you'd like to wait for two or three hundred years <laughs> and see, test your luck. I'm fine with that. Two or three hundred years? Yes. There's a headless giant in a chamber with a crashed carriage. Our story can't possibly your that, friend, be that hard to corroborate. Your friend speaks its tongue. What do you mean, speaks its tongue? What's hmm. tongue? What does that matter? The giant? giant? What does that you matter? You know what he said to the giant? It doesn't. Because I can rehash this entire story not, for you. You don't You're, know what I said to you We say, are wasting valuable time here. You say that you are trapped here. I am trapped here. <laughs> My master, Oreko, has been searching for these pieces for hundreds of years. Uh-huh. And is blind with rage. Uh-huh. He will never believe anything we say. I'm ready to help you. And how? Wh- why do we believe what he says? Why is? It, uh, why do we believe that this isn't some kind of ploy on the part of Rebecca to say, let's see if they want to get out? We still have nothing to hide. Our only desire is to exit this place as it has always been. I'm comfortable with that continuing to be my... <laughs> but we're going to piss them off if we do it when they don't want us to. It's either we leave with him or we stay here we forever. Sit what in is this it? Room. We don't know that. But, uh, fine, fine, fine. They we kept Shalir here for centuries. Remember him? Remember Shalir. And then snapped him out of existence, as far as we know. All right. What do you need? I don't like that smile. I like I don't it. Don't like it. I'm excited. I've been waiting a very long time for this. <laughs> The first step is getting Maraud, my colleague, out of here. So the four of us, five of us, excuse me, can move forward with what I've got planned. But for the time being, I will give you some information to show that you can trust me. No one else here knows that I've thought this out. Okay. Well, hopefully. I'm just letting you know. In the Sanctum, There are crystals. There are crystals imbued with a spell that will help us. Is that where the genies, the temple, the the um, the the throne room area with the chess playing? What is the sanctum? Different room. They haven't been there. Oh, you haven't been there. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Go on. There are crystals that are imbued with a spell that we will use. Oh. I cannot tell you any more than that, but I can tell you that it will send a reco on a blind chase. That will last. That will last him eons. No, that sounds terrible. I don't want to do that to someone. To our captor. Would you rather stay here? That's that. What? what then we do it. He's ca- already on a blind chase that is lasting him eons. Will it be traceable to us? Absolutely not. You realize that we are accused of stealing something in a temple, and you're asking us to go steal something in a temple. Well, yes. we're using something in the temple. We're not necessarily taking it, correct? We're not my friend? necessarily taking it. Are we not arm. taking it? We're not taking this crystal? We're using it. What are we going to do? We're going to stand in the room? How are we going to. It's magic. Okay. Okay. It's okay, Safira. <laughs> she gives her a little pat. If you expect me to injure or hurt or. I'm not doing that. I said this to your friend and I'll say it to you. If you were in my position, would you reveal more than you. Absolutely had to. I have to. no idea. Would no you idea. reveal more than you absolutely had to? 
I'm determined to get you to trust me, but I cannot reveal everything because then I am not able to trust you. I said all right, but I'm not going to go slit someone's throat quietly in the... I have not asked you. I'm all right. Busting out of here. I didn't know what you wanted. If everything goes according to plan, no one will even know. Well? Will I have to talk to anyone? I hope not. Why does that concern you so much, my friend? Just hasn't been going well recently. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Right, so here, step one. Uh-huh. Uh, I need all of you back in your respective rooms. Right. Just for the time being, to keep up appearances, I'm going to lose my friend who's in the next room interrogating okay. the halfling. It should only be a matter of moments, but okay. I will knock on your doors, and when I do, Step out. Just step open the door? That's correct. Okay. Okay. I open the room, the door, and I usher them all back into their rooms. All the doors are closed. And make knock. stealth checks for me. There's oh. people in this lounge area. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, baby! <coughs> Please be sneaky. Here's another thing that I'll do. Do I need to roll for me? Because no. they would Come on, Graven! Let's go, Graven! <laughs> <laughs> He literally you... fell from 19 to 1. Okay, hold on. What have we got? 18. 18. Um, <laughs> is it time? Crystal. I'm going to use my inspiration okay. to re-roll. There we go. Just to get back into the Literally walk. Sixteen. Sixteen. All right. Nice you guys work. Quietly make your way back to your room. Doors closed. Oh my god. Do so without catching the attention of the barkeep or anyone in the lounge. You knock, and Murad and Bazaar kind of locked in, a, not really talking to each other, waiting for the other person to speak, kind of thing. And the door opens. Murad, you need to come quickly. Areko is furious. He is fuming. We have a lot of talking to do. We need to get out of here immediately. Leave them. They'll be fine. The barkeep's here. He'll watch it all. Let's go. Make a deception check. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the way. <laughs> That's a D12. That will not end well. That will not go. It is a... 16. He's mad at us. Yes. Furious. <laughs> and he sort of steps out and sh- shuts the door behind him. He's like, Furious. We've Not taken one. We've taken far too long. <laughs> I think told you it was going to be too long. And, and then you told there. me that. And I was back there talking to him. Why don't you him. go back to him? Well, I was just talking to him and he's furious with me. I think you need to go in there and cool him what down. What does he want? He wants to know what progress we've made. And I haven't been making any progress for the last ten minutes. You've been in there speaking the half of I think you should go and quell his spirits. He sort of tucks his jacket <laughs> and turns sort of, Can you owe me one? Of course. And he t- turns and walks quickly in the other direction towards the exit. Okay. Immediately not. Come with me. Alright. And I knock on the other three doors, sir. Or boats. Yeah, sure. Using my extreme stealth. And I say. Because we're still in this public space, right? Yeah, like gathered around these. I mean, you're at the other end of the room, so okay. like a quiet conversation. They couldn't. They wouldn't be able to hear that. Oh. Do I want to do that? Yes. What's fun? <laughs> Shit. Uh. 
I say loudly for everyone in the bar to hear. Prisoners into this main cell now. And the barkeep kind of looks up and sort of like... <laughs> and I usher you all into one of the rooms. And I shut the door. It's quite a lot of room swapping. <laughs> next part of the plan, please. You do in yes. fact have a plan. Yes, I do. All right. What's next? I've revealed some of the information to your friends to get them on my side just as I had with you, so I'll get everyone caught up. There's a room. Room. There's a room. There's a room. room. Sorry. All right. That's all. Room. A room. Room. That didn't help. Uh, <laughs> there's a room called the Sanctum. In that sanctum, there are crystals. Mm-hmm. Those crystals are imbued with a spell, and that spell is called the Curse of Jin. Oh. Jin. Jin. Jin, like G D G D J I N N. Uh, would I know this spell? No. Okay. It's not really a spell. Okay, got it. It's a curse, I'm sorry. No, no that's okay. It is one of the most powerful magics known to any creature. What's it do? It creates a beacon that can be tracked no matter where it is. Hang on, I thought this was the spell that you cast on someone to make them do something pointless for eons. Let them finish. My plan is to place this tracker on a distraction. What what kind of distraction? This is where I will need your help, all four of you the most. It better not be on our backs. No, 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 no. There is a creature that is being held here. And that creature has the ability to warp. What? Teleport, warp, oh. shift, which plane it exists on. Okay. So how can, why doesn't it just escape Is this itself? ringing any bells for me? No. No. Okay. Where it is being held is very, very powerful. It contains its ability to warp. But once we set it free and place this... Curse of Jin upon it. I'm interested in selling to Areco that it was one of you that escaped. I happened to track you, and you've left with our treasure. Oh, let me just get this straight. You want to release the beast? Yes. With the tracker? Yes. Claim it was one of us that has the tracker. Yes. And the beast will go rampant, and they'll try to look for one of us, but it's really the beast. Yes. They're not going to notice the beast isn't there. It's dangerous to set this beast loose on the world. Yes, but... What do you mean, What kind of beast is it? Dangerous in what way? It's power. Uh, What is its power? What is the beast? The ability to warp. Warp what space? Itself. Power? Itself into what? Does it can it... blink into this plane, create chaos, and then leave. Absolutely not. I'm not letting that thing out. Then oh. you won't be let out. Fantastic. What is this beast? What is it? It's called it a, a zerg. Yeah, zerg. Yeah. A zerg. Would, it, would any of us know anything about that? Really. They you won't know, notice If you it wanted it... to describe it, it's like a small, like... Like bat-like creature, almost. Oh. They won't okay. notice that the beast Small. is missing, <laughs> and realize that that's what's going on. 
Leave that to me. No one checks on it. Is this a ravenous, bloodthirsty beast, or is it a, like a squirrel? Good question. <laughs> does this does this beast kill people? No. Does it hurt them? No. Maim them seriously? No. Does Why it just did like creating a little bit of chaos? I'm sorry. Sorry. No, 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 sorry. please. I just. Why was it? Why captured? did you capture it? Yeah. To study the magics. Hmm. And do these beasts exist in any part of the world, just wild and free? Of course they do, but they're deceptively difficult to catch because oh. they can be. Where? It's believable anywhere, this, anytime, any. It's believable that this would be missing for other reasons. It's other believable that it could have been let out in a scuffle. It's believable. A scuffle. The story, the story is immaterial. Leave well, that to me. I wouldn't like say that. that. You still have to persuade. If, if this you beam. say... I got my colleague out of it, didn't I? If That's you true, s- he did do that. Very well, very good. If you say it was one of us that went missing... Yes. Why would they even care so much as to search for us for eons? They don't even know exactly if... if or what we did. If we stole their treasure, I'm imagining that they would send out a search party, and whether or not that beacon is on uh, an animal, they'll hear about us. I don't particularly want a team of genies chasing me wherever I go. Well, you won't. Yes, that's the idea. Well, the the idea idea is that they're going to be following this beacon, but if they realize that it's not the beacon, and that it is, in fact, us, then we're pretty royally screwed. It has but to we be one didn't of us take that it's looking for. Can't be you. <laughs> Why? What reason would I have to run? The reason you're running. What reason do you have to run? Probably could do it himself, but that wouldn't get you out of here. Look, Why it's, would he need that's you? true. It's more believable. You guys are running on critical time here. Yeah. We don't have time. <laughs> It's more believable that someone has stolen some of our treasure and has blinked out of this plane. Well, I suppose the only thing is to have someone be nominated for... It's me. I'll do it. It's fine. Sephira, don't do this thing again. Oh, it's fine. It doesn't sound fine. It's fine. To be the person who they believe as the... Oh, yes. Sure, why not? They don't like me. Already, I was more difficult. We don't why really would, like any of them. Why wouldn't I have been the you one don't even like in my me? pocket? I was so nice. Chalk. I'll do it. No, it's fine. Well, can we decide this as we go on? Because I'm. everybody's going to want to be a hero, and I would like to get to this room. I agree. Right. I think the best thing to do would be to start to move towards the sanctum. All right. Now it's just a matter of getting us there. Is it difficult? Is it far? That's a very good question. <laughs> you know. You don't way. know where it is. I do know where it is, but it just involves passing some 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 of our mutual enemies. What, would there, would there be any reason that you would be escorting us? Yes, that's okay. my thought exactly. Great. Is is that fair? It will require some doing. Uh, can you just be honest about what we have to do, sir? Can I pull out of my bag or my satchel some binds? Sure. So now you want to bind us? That's correct. All right, fine. And Can I kind of just put my enough. hands out, like, tie me up. What are you doing? Terrific. I, is anybody resisting? 
We don't really have a choice at this moment. No. Perfect. I bind them. them. Bind them up. Yeah, okay. Perfect. And I open the door. <coughs> and I walk them out. And the barkeep is the first one to kind of lift his head up. And you walk towards the barkeep, and you know behind the bar, there's this sort of very smooth marble rectangle mm-hmm. that looks like it might slide away. And you know that this is the way. That's the direction. So you're walking these prisoners up to him. And he's sort of, yeah. Where are you headed, Cipro? Well, uh, is there anything else behind that marble door? Uh, there's a hallway behind it. You would know this. Okay, great. So, uh, what's the barkeep's name? Uh, sorry, no, 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 you're good. Brelevi. 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 Some rather disdainful prisoners. Areco uh, mm. is quite furious with them and their inability to cooperate, so we're taking them to the torture chamber down the hall. Try to get some information out of them. A little more physical. And he takes sort of a bottle of wine out from underneath, like the shelf behind him. And he takes out a bowl that looks like it has some like sort of mineral dust in it. And he pops the thing, pours it into the bowl. And he dips his hand into the bowl. And he reaches and he touches the door. And after a moment it kind of... And it slides open. And he gives you a nod. Come on, you lot. Uh. (laughs) Make a performance test. Oh, God. Ten. Ten. So you you give her a good sort of yank, like a shove. Yeah, and she sort of pulls forward, and the barkeep kind of raises his eyebrow a little bit as you pass through. And as you guys kind of move into this next area, that's where we're going to take a break. Oh my goodness! (laughs) We'll see what awaits us next. Uh, Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll be right back. We'll pick up right there when uh, we figure out what happens. Let's go. Holy. Tabletop Notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you. I would strongly suggest that you please subscribe to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. Did you know you can also do this for free if you have an Amazon Prime account? You may also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Tabletop Notch for updates, announcements, and moments of supreme embarrassment. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. But for now, let's find out what happens next. All right. And we're back. And as you guys pass through the marble passageway, in contrast to some of the other doors that you pass through, this one slides open very quietly, almost silently sort of retracting into the wall, and there's a soft sort of click as it reaches the end. And the passageway that extends ahead of you is this narrow, cylindrical tunnel of wood with a thin layer of gravel at the bottom to provide sort of footing, and sections of rope along the sides to steady yourself as you move through. It almost has the appearance of like a very large tree trunk that's been hollowed out almost, has that kind of look to it. And when you step into it, it shifts ever so slightly, as if it's suspended. And as you look forward, you can see there are like seams running along the interior, and as the shifting happens, they shift slightly. So it seems like there's sections of this tunnel oh all sort of lined up. Goodness. And they shift slightly. 
and you walk them down. And you can see at the end of this hallway there is a Ganassi waiting there. You have a moment if you want to say anything to them. And you know this guy, this is Balesh, and he runs, there's sort of a lift here, sort of a uh, way to get to other floors of the temple. That's right. You know that. Everything going according to plan yes. so far? Yes, yes, everything is fantastic. Keep your mouths shut momentarily. We will be where we need to be. Good. In an instant. Uh, Bolashera? Uh, Balesh. Balesh, I'm sorry. Balesh! <laughs> Hello. I have, uh, some unruly prisoners that need to be taken to the, uh, torture chamber. The sanctum? Yes. Alright. Thank you, sir. He sort of leans back, and as he sort of leans back, you can see there's sort of a lever by his side. Everybody in... These are motions. <laughs> you guys can step forward. You all are now in this one section of this circular tunnel. And before he does, he looks to you and he speaks. He speaks in primordial so they can't understand. Although you can understand because you can't talk their languages. Nice. Erecho's <laughs> interest in one of these forms? Yes, he does. So if you do hear from Erecho or Maraud, do uh, tell them to be very, very delicate with how they storm down there to see them. I will handle it, and uh, I may have something very exciting for Areco very soon. Well, let's plant some seeds then. Yes, lovely. Hope that these trees bear fruit. He grabs the letter. You kind of flash. <laughs> and you hear sort of a whirring, and there's sort of a and the thing begins to lift up the section of this tunnel here and begins to lift, and everybody sort of grabs against the ropes or sort of holds against each other to kind of carry footing, and it's sort of slightly rotating as it's moving up surprisingly quickly, and as you you can look out both ends, and you seem to be in a large chasm of some kind, like there's a big opening here that this lift is operating in, and you move up, and the rising section of the tunnel comes to sort of a <laughs> lurching stop, and it's sort of swinging freely for a moment, it seems like it's rotating ever so slightly before it turns, and one end meets up with a stone ring that has these iron loops on the sides. And you see Balesh take a, a length of rope and he ties the rope off on the loop so it sort of steadies it, and this sort of thing comes to a full stop. And about 20 feet in front of you, there's another marble door. This one rounded, it looks like it's in two pieces with these copper or metal rods of some kind that run from the floor to the ceiling. It looks like you grab it and sort of pull it open into two parts. And two Ganassi are standing guard, and these are the first Ganassi that you've seen that are wearing real armor. They have these sort of scaled breastplates, pauldrons that have this dark hardened steel, and they have a thick metal circlet that runs around their head. It's the first time you've seen Ganassi that really look like they're combat ready. And you step off of the lift, and Balesh gives you a little nod, waits for everyone to sort of go, and then you see him start to untie the ropes. And he nods to you again, and the lever, and the thing begins to lower. And you guys take a step forward, oh and you're at the sort of set of doors. And two guards are sort of standing, and then regard. Hello, gentlemen. I have orders from Areco to uh, extract some information from these four. They look at each other, and they nod. It's not unusual for you to be down here. Mm-hmm. And they grab the rods of the doors, and they... I think. 
And as the doors open, there's an Erignasi woman standing on the other side. You know her? This is Tritelia. And she's sort of in charge of overseeing the sanctum. And she has this sort of heavy overcoat that drags against the floor and a studded leather headband that's sort of keeping her hair out of her face. And behind her, you can see the lively sort of inner workings of kind of a laboratory of sorts. You can see scales, parchment, jars, crystals, surfaces with symbols carved into them. And we'll switch to... Wow. No. Since you know the layout of this place. This is the sanctum. And the sanctum is interconnected rooms. Sort of eight interconnected rooms. This is where you guys entered in through. And this is the sort of place I was describing. And each room sort of has a different... There's something different in the room. Mm -hmm. There's a room that's a kind of records room. That's the room you're kind of in at the moment. It has a number of books, all written in primordial, sort of different um, record keeping of what's in here. There's a room that's an alchemical room, sort of going uh, this way around the circle. There's an alchemical room that has jars, liquids, experimentation for potions, that kind of thing. Cool. And those are the two that you see at the moment. Cool. Cipro, I was told that you were coming up. Yes, Tritelia, I, I have some uh, business to conduct with these four. Welcome back to the Sanctum. I thank you. Um, You're headed to the imbuement room. That's correct, yes. <laughs> Excellent. And she allows you to pass, and she sort of sits there with some of the documents. Oh, Tritelia. Yes. Uh, <laughs> if you hear from Areco or Murad or anyone else coming up here, could you just tell them to be rather discreet? and uh, let me know that they're about to enter. Perhaps send a message before they show up. I will try. Thank you. Areco goes where he pleases. Of course. Praise Areco. Praise Areco. Okay. She goes back to sort of writing on a document. And you guys start to move this way. So you travel through here. This is the alchemical room in the corner down there that has these sort of potions and things. And the next room that you pass into is what she referred to as the imbuement room. And in this room, there's crystals of various sizes, uh, all these different colors, and they're in these glass cases. They're sort of these shelving units, glass cases, and there's a number of them. They seem to be bunched by type. There's like a bunch of sort of purplish crystals in one spot, and there's all these shelves, all sort of lining Mm. the exterior of this room. And in the center, there's a stone chair Mm. with a number of symbols sort of carved around the ring. And you would know this is where... If you were to imbue someone with the curse, they would sit, and you would make sure that the crystal was imbued into them. Welcome to the imbuement room. Are we, are we alone enough that other people wouldn't really hear us? In, there's no one in this room. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you spoke there's quietly, doors. there's no doors. Oh, okay. But if you spoke quietly, there's enough. Okay. It sounds like there's din coming from some of the other rooms. If you spoke at a quiet volume, it... Okay. So this is your, your torture chamber? Yes, it's... It, it's... It's not as pleasant as that. It's uh, pleasant as torture. Yes, it's more of well, we refer to it as the imbuement room, and we ask a prisoner or force a prisoner to sit down in this chair here, and we curse them with curses like the curse of the gin. Correct. However, it's the four of you's lucky day. Uh, we are not going to do that to any of you, but we do have to sell, like we have. Just sit down in the chair. Perfect. A willing volunteer. So could the three of you please scurry to the side of the room, out of the way? What are you going to do to them? 
We're going to imbue him. With what? With something fairly harmless. How long does it last? It will last a short time. But we do need to sell it. I don't I'm know. asking because I want to you know, know that he's know. the right person to do it. I'm going to ask him what he would like to be imbued with. It's his decision. Great. As you can tell, we have any number of crystals here. We can imbue him with any curse, anything. Well, let's if it doesn't them, matter, can't we just pretend? It would be better if, if it was an actual imbuement. Graven, if none of those options sound good to you, please let me know. Maybe I'll be able to. We just rid you of a curse, and I would hate to take you back to Michael so soon. Oh, you have experience. Well, I don't know what it was, but yes, I was cursed for a time, and I had to be healed in in Orochupa. May I ask what the curse was? Did you get the name of it? I don't remember if I did. Give me some of the side effects. What, what was it like? It, 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 it kind of weighed me down and, and made me... It slowed my movement. Mm. Well, since you have experience with it, it would be possible to imbue you with the curse uh, that you've already experienced, but in a lesser dosage, so it might be easier to recover. It's just... Areko will be here shortly. Murad can't hold him forever. And we do need to imbue someone with something. We need to sell the fiction. Well, Murad knows that I was cursed already. He seemed to be able to sense it. Did oh, you yes. sense it? Did you sense oh, that? Oh, yes. Well. Can it not be you then? Or maybe we can use that to our advantage. That's what I mean. Yes. But would it, would it be bad for it to be the same? I don't think so. I think we could sell that we've imbued you with uh, a little more than you're used to, to kind of plague you. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) If he already senses that he's been cursed, can we just use that and say he's been cursed? Sure, but there's a difference between previously being cursed. Murad is a skilled enough Ganazi to be able to tell if someone's under a curse or fibbing. Well, let's hear your curses, my friend. What's the What's the one that sounds like the one I described? It sounds like it was. Are you looking for like the most benign curse? I think so. Yeah, yeah, but like the most benign version of this curse. Mm-hmm. There, there's sort of a curse of bones that it slows your reflexes, makes you feel sort of weak, and sort of run that. You know. Are the crystals on the wall different sizes? Like, is there like a tiny one? <laughs> oh they are, but only of their type. Like anything of the same type would be the same size. Gotcha. So if you're looking for this sort of curse of bones, there's no way for me. They're to all roughly like the same. Size. Chip a little bit off to make it a little <laughs> oh less. No, no, no. It doesn't really work like that. Okay, because it's containing the curse. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Just a tip. Oh. <laughs> all right. Here it is. Um, it's called the curse of bones, and the side effects are well known to you. So, and I think this goes without saying, but you're in a room for people that you can trust. So. We'll get you out of it. Actually, funnily enough, I'll I have... be able to move, won't I? Y- yes, but you, you experience it. Yes. You know what the side effects are. We actually have the antidote right here as well. Could I keep that in my bag? I don't think that's a good idea because they might search you, but I will hand it to your friend here. You're not going to search my bag? 
fuck's we have the best I'm gonna, chance. I'm gonna take it and like kind of. Oof. Actually, is there anywhere on my person that I could secure it? Like, could I maybe put it in my? Okay, because yeah. I I think they're less likely to search there. So I mean, it's like a vial. So I mean, yeah, if someone so added you, they would. Probably I'm gonna be able tuck to it like into my bra. Sure. Kind of not like my. You know. It's definitely not just immediately visible, but yeah. if someone touched you, they might feel like a bump there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Perfect. So we're all in agreement? Are you comfortable, Graven? <laughs> you can say no. There's many others of us. I think it's, I think it's the best idea we have. Perfect. And once you do this, then what do we do? So I think the first step is to get Reko up here and to convince him that this is happening, and what I've imbued you with is the curse of Jin. I want to convince Ureko that I've been you be able to tell. No, 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 no. And if... Okay. Uh, he won't be able to tell because we'll convince him strongly enough that he won't need to search. That seems like a big if. What side effects does that have? The curse of Jin? Yes. None. Just that you can be tracked. That was okay. So I have to act cursed, but not like the curse that I actually have. Correct. Yes, you cannot Just be slow. upset. That I've been. You cursed. don't have to move. We'll keep you in the chair. It's just. Okay. We need to convince Arako mm-hmm. that you have been cursed, and we will track you. And all he needs to know is that you've been cursed. Okay. He does not need to know with what. Why would he uh, want you to track him? He's not planning on letting us go. No, but if I can convince Arako that your interests are aligned with Arecos, and my colleague and I have convinced you to go searching for these Lightfoot pieces mm. for us. Like Whistle. Like Whistle, sorry. Mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> then, then we... My master oh, might so be you're... more inclined to release you to go do his bidding. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and you turn, you see Tritelli in the other room. Sipra. Yes, Tritelli. Areco is on his way. Wonderful, thank you so much. Can the three of you stand against the wall like I your toes? I told you not to curse my friend! And Arba puts up a little resistance. I'm not going to do that. I'm back. <laughs> oh. Stand back. That's sad. Arba, slowly. I strapped Until him. Has walked away. Thank you. <laughs> Hail Areco. Hail Areco. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I strap him down and I ever so gently press the crystal into your chest and it feels solid at first oh, and it's sort of you can feel sort of the shapes of the crystal kind of digging in for a second and then it feels like it gives a little bit and you see it kind of press into his chest and it disappears all the way in and it feels for a moment like a really tight feeling in your chest almost like like a tight heart, like it's hard to breathe, and then you catch your breath, but as you do so, you feel this sort of lethargy, and you have disadvantage on all strength and dexterity checks. Oh my goodness. While you have it. Alright, it is your job to convince Areko that the curse was harmless, and it is my job to convince him that it was the curse of Jin, which is contained in this crystal. And I grab the curse of Jin from the wall, and it's sort of these nice, smooth, polished, sort of blue stones. Does anyone here speak giant? Not I. No, I mean your friends, people that would come in here. Oh, no, not that Perhaps I'll just curse in giant. Oh, that would be wonderful. Act as though I'm very upset. Great. Uh, Perfect. 
But I love it. So we have this crystal now. So this I'm going to hold on to because I think it's only right, and like your friend suggested, if they search anyone and find this on you, we'll have a real problem. Mm-hmm. And that's the one you're going to shove into the beast's Correct. Body. The Zag. Okay. Zag? Zag. 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 Yes, yes, the Zag. Okay. So for the time being, yes, we're all, we know what role we're playing. You're being oddly silent. You hear a little, <laughs> bit, of, you hear a little bit of rumbling. It sounds like the lift is, is coming up. Just taking in the information, sir. Thank you. I'm still just, so I'm just bound like by my hands. Yeah. Right, not like to the chair. Mm-hmm. You're no. all bound. Just right. to the chair. Yeah, everybody's bound at the, at the wrists. And you're sitting there. All right. All right. The lift is on its way. Graven, do you feel okay? Yes. Okay. I'm and ready. You can hear in the other room a little quiet roar. Where are they? And you can hear Tertullius oh, say yes. something. You can do this, my friend. I'll just start saying stuff in jo- just like, just sure. cursing. Sure. Filthy, cheating, <laughs> blood. Orba still has comprehend languages, so she's like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows that you did that. You did that on your own. Yeah. Like, Are you reacting visibly? Uh, crying she's quietly. like blushing. Crying she's like holding <laughs> really tightly. Sick red face. Oh. Beastie. Oh. And you see coming through, and he's ducking sort of through the doorway. He's very tall. He's like, you know, eight feet tall. He ducks through, and he sort of puts a big hand on the frame of the door and comes in. Zimbro. Areco, my lord. So. Yes. Who's helping us on our hunt? The giant. The giant kin. Found something out, did you? (laughs) Not only did he find something out, my lord, but the Goliath has agreed to aid us. Him and his friends have similar interests to ours. True, they didn't steal anything from us, but they are very interested in these light whistle pieces. Persuasion check. Oh god, oh, I got a d20. 14? Let me double check my modifier. 14. You've done well, bro. Thank you. He takes a couple sort of lumbering steps forward towards Graven. This is the one I've chosen. I've chosen him because he's strong and large and will last a long time. Get up. Stand up to my full height. Okay. And it sort of creaks and you're sort of fighting. <laughs> yeah. You're like really trying to keep together, yeah. And he sort of looks you up and down. He senses a little bit of the weakness in you. Cipro broke you down, did he? <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? He's feisty. Yes. And what about the rest of them? The rest of them know their place. The rest will do as I say. Very well. We track them. Yes, sir. They can get us access to a light whistle. Yes, sir. I will take that as a kindness. Where will you go from here when we let you go? Speak. We know. We know. 
There are a few places in Orenchupa that in, we know we might outside of be able to find pieces. See, Murad and I fished out the information from them, and we convinced them to be on the winning side. So be it. You are capable of defending yourselves if you get into trouble. Yes. Mm-hmm. They fell the giant and made it through our security. That is not nothing. Mm-hmm. Very well. <clears throat> Come see me when you're done. Of course, my lord. Hail Areco. Praise Areco. All glory to Areco. And dips his head under the door frame and begins to walk in the direction. You all did what? You did pretty good too. And Graven is like fighting <laughs> the shaking as he's standing up. Uh, Can Orba like help him sit back down maybe? Yes, of course, of course, of course. If you'd like, I think we are in the clear and we can administer the antidote if you'd like. Yeah, so I'm gonna kind of reach in and like. That's warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate. No, it's fine. Are you sure that we don't need to see? I don't need to see cursed anymore. Yes, I think we're okay. I think it would have it would have alerted him, Abby. <laughs> and it takes a second, but you feel some of the strength return to your hands, arms, shoulders. All right. It feels like your strength is most of your strength. Wonderful. The next phase of our plan, my plan, thank you, is we're going to step into the room where we hold our... Creature. Correct. Uh, it's just down the hall here. Mm-hmm. If you'll rejoin your friends in a tight line. So if Tritalia comes knocking, she will understand. And the next one, so, the, so now you are here, mm-hmm. and the next one you're walking into is a sort of washroom. There's a number of basins, sort of uh, gloves, tubs, powders. It looks like if you got any sort of something on you, you could cl- cleanse yourself here. There's a sort of a pool in the middle that looks like you could wash your feet, your hands, or anything like that. And the next room after that, oh. continuing. You got a zombie one? <laughs> <laughs> the stream not brought to you by zombies. <laughs> They're disgusting. <laughs> the next room that you come into here, chewies. in the corner of the hall, is a... I get that's going on. <laughs> Stop eating them! Okay. Graven! Sorry. <clears throat> the next one is a room of refuse. This one here. And out here, there's this sort of, like, chute that looks like you would dump hazardous material, potentially. There's a, there's also a sort of little... It seems like a furnace or something that you could burn up, sort of any kind of waste or anything like that. Stone slabs, sort of things... Um, some stained clothing in the corner. It looks like people doing experiments. And the next room, here in the corner, is the room of rooms. And it looks like this room is for where puzzles and traps are made. You see some oh. of the slates here that look similar to the slates as you guys are passing through the ice room and the sand room. There's a number of slates that have primordial symbols on them. There's a number of... Um, sort of levers and cogs and scrolls and things. It's not assembled, but they're mm-hmm. all kind of loose, it looks like. And you would also know that out the back of this one, there's a there's another marble sort of uh, rectangle on the far wall of this room, mm-hmm. and that leads out a different way out of the sanctum that you are aware of. 
And you guys continue to walk. And the next room is the Room of Relics. And as you start to peek into this room, you can see there's a Ganassi in there. It's not Tretelia. And there's someone sort of in this room. It looks like they're taking inventory. They sort of have a parchment and a quill, and they're looking at a number of the relics. And you see in this room a number of shining, valuable relics, sort of crystals, gemstones, pieces of fine armor, swords, a number of items. And this Ganassi sort of brings his head up as you guys move in. Uh, uh, uh. No one allowed in here, except for Ganassi. What are they doing here? We're passing through. You're not allowed to pass through. Absolutely we are. Do you know who I am? Yes, Cipro, I'm aware of who you are. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so you know that I'm allowed to go wherever I wish, and I have direct orders from Areco to take these prisoners through the Room of Relics. Make an intimidation check. Yes. It's a ten. If Areco wanted there to be an exception, he would have told me. They must wait in the other room. You think Areco would tell you before he told me? Do you think that it's a good idea to allow these foreigners here into the Room of Relics? We're passing through, and the more you hold us up, the more time they are spending here. Well, you may pass through, but they may not. You want me to leave four prisoners? Alone. Get Tretelia to watch them. Listen, if you don't let us through, I will make sure Areco hears of this, and he will hang you by your thumbs. Make one more intimidation check. Wow. 19. Oh. He sort of stares you down a little bit, and then begins to sort of, you can see the paper in his hand shake a little bit. Be quick about it. He sort of takes the paper, and sort of goes back to the work, and he's sort of keeping an eye on everyone as they pass through. You can tell he's very sort of on edge about letting someone pass through this room. Sure. You guys mm-hmm. continue along. Orbelay keeps her hands in the air. Oh, can we, oh, are we in this room for a moment? Yeah. He just took the inventory. He's still in the room. Oh, he's still in the room. He hasn't left the room yet. Come on. Speak when you're spoken to, prisoner. Yes, sir. Oops. You guys walk by, and you walk by a number of fine relics of black velvet mask, golden mirror, bronze crown, it's an ivory statue of a lizard, golden birdcage, seems like a war tapestry hanging on the wall. There's a little box on the side that looks like it has jade figurines in it. Mm. And a number of other things. I just walk head forward. No, Orba's looking. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking at anything. Okay. Orba takes a look. She still has her hands in the air, though. She's looking. But the person kind of looks at Orba, looking around for a moment. Just looking. Just looking. It's very nice things you have here. Be quick about it. And you guys continue to face this. And finally, you enter into the last room. A room of creatures. Ooh. Uh. And in this room, there's a number of magical cages, quite a few of them. And they seem to be metal in general structure, but they have sort of a 
sort of a hovering glow about them. That's, they indicate that they seem to be magical cages of some kind. And there's a number of creatures in here. Some snakes that have wings on them. A beagle that's glowing sort of bright red. There's a sort of lizard that has these talons and wings. You recognize this one. This is a cockatrice, and they're sort of dangerous sort of winged creatures. Um, they can be, you've hunted them before. And you see mephits, which you guys saw before in the ice room. They're sort of these uh, impish-looking creatures of different types. There's a fire one that sort of has these smoldering scales on its face. You see one of the ice ones that's sort of contained in a cage and sort of the crystalline structures hanging off. And an earth one that sort of looks like there's almost sand, right? Like it shakes and some yeah. of the sand kind of goes off in a puff. And you find a jug, small, sort of bat-like creature that stands on two legs, but it sort of flutters its wings a little bit, and it has little claws on its wings, so it sort of stands up almost chicken-like, but it, it looks more like a bat, but it kind of acts like a chicken. It kind of like stands up on two legs, and it's kind of flapping. Mm. And you see a number, there's at least four or five of them in these magical cages. Nice. So... What now? We're here. Yes, we are. So, I'm going to... You see the jugs? Here mm-hmm. they are. All five of They're them. They're funny creatures. Yes, they are hilarious. They're going to save us. Um, and I grab uh, a key off the wall. Mm-hmm. There, there's a board that has primordial symbols. It seems like labeled in each cage. So I grab the key to the jugs cage. How far have we gone? This was the... That's where the chair was. The chair was. Yeah. Went all the way around, and this is the... That's the oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Relic... And is it a perfect Relics. circle? Like, it, it, it all connects to you one another? You can see this way. It okay, looks back, back to where we were. The, the li- library okay. records. Is Tritalia there? Uh, she's not there. Okay. Great. Sweet. Okay. So I grab a key for the jug case. And the key has that same kind of humming quality to it. It feels, like, heavy in your hand. Great. Do I need to open the case, the cage, in order to imbue it with the crystal? Yes, the cage is heavy. You wouldn't be able to pass your hand. Terrific. Do you need our help this time? I don't think so, but let me tell you where we're at. Okay. Once I open this cage and imbue this jug with this crystal, mm-hmm. it will leave. Yes? It will leave, and the beacon will go off. Okay. And we must quickly leave after that. Correct. Do you have How the exit plan? I don't. What do you mean you don't? I never got this far. Excuse but, me? But, Are you joking? But if we keep our voices down... On the windows? I'm sure the five of us could come up with something. Did you notice the trash, trash, shoot that we pass yes, in the refuse room? Is it the room again? Was that man? Well, I'm wondering if... any of you have come into contact with any of the other creatures in this room and know how to handle them. Can we make... Can I, like, look around and see if I recognize Make anything? a survival check, yeah. Because I feel like... Um, survival? hmm 21. 21. Yeah, there's a couple that you recognize. The This... There's what's called a flying snake. It's a snake that has a snake body and it has... It's just called flying snake? Yeah. I love that. Um, you're aware of those. And the... You're also aware of the giant fire beetle was a sort of large reddish beetle, and you know that if um, if it feels agitated in some way, it lets off this like 
bright glow, like almost like blinding bright light as sort of a defense mechanism that uses. And the cockatrice that I sorry. you recognize that. Yeah, they're sort of birds of prey. <laughs> they're sort of vulture like. They're they they're scavengers and they can travel in they sometimes fly in packs and they can pick on usually like livestock and things, they'll pick okay. off small creatures. Would I be able to in the short period of time that we have be able to gauge if I can like kind of form a relationship with any of these creatures? Like do you know what I mean? Like but I have what any kind ability of to like like kind of be like, I am letting you out of the cage. You don't eat me, you eat the <laughs> other guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> first of all, they're all small. These are these cages are all like the largest creatures probably the cockatrice and they're not even that big. Okay. And None of these creatures are considered domesticatable creatures. Mm. They're all fairly trainable. Yeah. Okay, so we would have to get out of the way if we decided we wanted to do that. Okay. So I'm assuming your hope is to let out one of these creatures so that the people on this floor are preoccupied with them, and then we all jump the, into the, the trash chute. Yes, and I wonder if more than one. Do you know, do you know where the trash chute is? Yeah, we leads. just passed it. We just passed, passed it. it. No, no, but where it leads. Where it goes. Outside. Outside sure where, where well, a bunch of Gnosios stood round waiting to collect it. Well, who's that... guarding trash? <laughs> I'm asking you, do you know what it looks like where it comes out? No. Yeah, that's not a plan I love. You don't know if it like goes into an incinerator or it anything? It doesn't go into an incinerator. There is an incinerator in the room, right? which is where we incinerate the trash. But yes. then we... Trash? Trash. <laughs> but then we, <laughs> we dispense of it through the chute, and it goes... Uh, we don't really care about... Nobody does. Yeah, exactly. Will I fit? Yeah. With a squeeze? Oh. Okay. Can I, so, are there windows in these rooms? No. No? Are, there's doorways to the other there's two. There's doorways to the... Yeah, and we're... We're, are yeah. we under, we're underground, right? As far as you can tell. Well, I saw one of those other fancy marble doors you guys have. Where does that go? Yes, unfortunately, as you probably also saw behind the bar, yes, there is a fancy thing. quite an, quite a uh, advanced incantation to have to open them. And unfortunately, I do not have permission. Are we underground? Yes, but we're closer to the surface so than the, we were before. The trash chute, I'm yes. presuming, goes down? It goes outside. Correct. It doesn't go to the surface. It goes into a tunnel, like, kind of. So well, when we're in the tunnel, then we can just follow it out, or...? Is it worth taking both the creature and the curse with us and doing this at a later time, once we're already out? There could be some benefit to that, but uh, if you have a plan as for how to get the creature and you all back again past my friend in mm-hmm. the relic room. Well, that's what the distraction is for. But also, didn't he say that the cage is preventing them from using their magic? As soon as they're let out yes. of the cage, they're going to be able to do their blinky things. This cage is, like, built into the wall. Uh, no, it's not built can... into the wall. It's a heavy metal cage. It'll be hard to... It's going yeah. to carry a whole cage. No, you wouldn't be able to carry it. Can't carry and it's a cage. system of cages. They're not, like, one individual cage. Right. It's, like, a whole rack uh, of cages. Well, like, if you think of, like, a dog. We've gotten this well, far. It's not like we're going to turn around. This, do I know the beetles that make all the white too? Sure. Well, this one seems like it could be a pretty good distraction. We could have that, agitate that, run back through. Or you like to do all of them. You like a little bit more chaos. I don't know why not. Okay, let's let them all out. You really want to go out with the bang now, huh? Yes, yeah, so we want to be careful because we don't want them to get us while we're running out. Can they harm us? Oh! I could use my mage hand and unlock the cages while we're not in this room. 
Well, we need to be here. Well, we also need to agitate them. I think they're agitated already, and she like looks around us. We need Some to. of them are more agitated. Like the cockatrices are kind of like banging. <laughs> so, the beetle seems fairly yeah. stationary. So for the plan, hmm. we're saying we let the what's it called? Jug. The jug out first. Curse it. Curse it with the tracker. The At which point, it let it go. Release the ones that Graven says will be good distraction. As we're doing that, then we leave and hopefully pass by the record keeper in the incantation room with the... Well, here's what I'm thinking. I can paralyze him for a short time. What? If I paralyze him and we release the creatures, it will look as though you all have escaped and taken me as your prisoner. And at that point, the tracker will have already been released. My master will think that you have escaped and he will go after the tracker, thinking that you've been cursed with it. The problem is we cannot be seen once we execute the plan. If we're seen, any of us, it's shot. Yeah. In the trash tunnel, there's no place to be seen. He doesn't know. Not that I'm aware of. I don't know why my well, master would like have guards guarding the track. Okay, we need to decide quickly or that woman's going to come back. I agree. If they sense the tracker and someone spots you, they're going to know that the tracker's, the tracker's not, not right. on you. Yeah, right. I can also try to charm that person, and, and you may not have to paralyze them with all of these beasts around. I'd... We can absolutely try that, but if you fail, he will know that you tried. Yes, I know. You can paralyze him, and your your idea is to do it while he's looking away, so that he'll be frozen in place and not he's see us. He's obviously preoccupied with his inventory, and he will know that you did it. So that how long will it last? Okay. It lasts a minute. A That's enough. That's enough. It's not far. Alright, well let's get unlocking. Shall let's get we? going. Would I reasonably be able to know if a minute left alone with like five of these creatures could kill someone? If they were all mobbed by one? I mean, you fought some of the, the methods, these yeah. little impish creatures. I mean, they aren't typically hostile unless agitated. Okay. It's possible. They're all small. I mean, I would say not super likely, but definitely not impossible. Wait a minute. What? If you could paralyze him, why do we need the distraction? <clears throat> well, we need to sell that you all got away, right? We all got away and why? We all got away by paralyzing him. It took me with you. And Tritalia's in the next room. She's going to come, and she needs to be occupied by something and not following us. I agree. I think we. I think. We I think if we cause a ruckus, it will delay them following us. Ruckus. I think as many distractions as we can do in one bow swoop is oh. beneficial. Orba walks over to the keys and just starts like taking them <laughs> Please, off. Please, <laughs> Orba. Which one's for which? Get this oh, wait, moving. Can I, uh, do I still comprehend languages? Do the is the primordial pretty straightforward about what creature? Yep, Orb is just like okay, Perfect. the beetle, and then the witch is the cockatrice. Is there's, that one? There's a couple okay. cockatrices. I'll do the beetles. Here's the beetles. Look, I don't think we want to overdo though. Does it matter? Yes. Do you want the cockatrice? Why? Because I don't want go. anyone to die. Okay, do you want die. the little sand guy? None of these creatures could kill again, Austin. No. If they're paralyzed. He will be fine. Also, he was, a, he was a bit of a twerp, so... <laughs> Why do we care? <laughs> let's, let's, you know. Why do we care? So, plan of action. 
I'm opening the jug cage. Okay, you should send two. Do you have to curse her first? Yes, I'm imbuing the zug once jug once I open the cage, letting it go. It will leave in that instant. I will paralyze the relic keeper, mm-hmm. and you all open the cages, and we run. Okay. Is it worth one of us doing the cursing? Will it do any of you? Oh, for the jug? Yeah. While you paralyze, you can kind of. I'm concerned that the jug will get away from you. Okay. You may not know how to handle it. All right. Yes. Orbis put her key in. There's the ice guys, right? No, well, ice guys. I'm taking the the. Uh, what what key do I have? I, yeah. I gave you the Earth, sand guy. Sand. Okay. So I'm gonna yeah. Cockatrice. Two cockatrices. Yep. Key in a jug. I open, yeah. and I grab. Immediately it starts to... And I immediately grab. Make a dexterity check. Oh Just boy, a straight we dexterity. Go. Well, there are five of them, right? Yeah. So I've got yes. five shots. Yeah. <laughs> good. Just straight dexterity. Eleven. Skill. No, ten. Sorry, ten. ten. So you open the cage, oh and you go to reach, and... It's gone. In an All right, it's fine. I, I open the next one. Can I open the next one? Right? Can you be a bit careful? <laughs> and it's kind of looking at you in the cage. <laughs> I open the next one yep. and I go to grab. Yep. Am I making another attempt? Or do I catch this one? 17. 17. Great. So this time, learning from your mistakes, <laughs> you crack it open and you reach your hand and you kind of grab it and you pin its sort of arm and you're kind of like... <gasps> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I take the crystal and I imbue it. And like, you push as it in as and it's like... <laughs> as it pushes it in, it kind of makes a sound and it kind of wriggles a little bit. Perfect. And you push the crystal all the way in and then it just kind of looks around. And it's I let like, it go. Great, you let it go and whoosh, it's gone. I turn go. and I immediately cast Hold Person on the Relic Keeper. Great, so you head to the doorway and it's as this is happening, are people opening or are you yes. doing yeah. first? Great. Yeah. Um, no. it doesn't he do it first? No, as no. soon as well, he lets go yes. If he does it at the same time, yeah. Great, so what is the save on? Release the uh, As long as Wisdom save. Wisdom save. And on the second page of it, flip your page over one, spell, uh... Thank you. At the top. Uh, top metal. Save DC. Got it. Uh, ten to save. Does not save. Boom! So, the, he's like in the corner, like looking at one relic, <laughs> and he feels a kind of... <laughs> and he's held there. He poops himself. And I turn to them and I say, run. So okay, so yeah. I kind of, when I see the sand elemental, I kind of push them Push them that way towards the center. There, some of them are a little uncontrollable. Oh, okay, some of them go loose. And I smack both of the cockatrices on the side of the head. And they kind of like shoot out, and they're kind of running around the room. And they move in the other, and you can hear Tritelia kind of like, what the? the creatures. Run, we have to run. And the beetle starts to make this bright shine. We're already running, we're already going. So you guys are going down? Yes, yes, yes. Jump in the chute, jump in the chute. What are you doing? What's the closest thing in the relics room? Oh. The closest thing in the relics room? Within grabbing distance is probably an ivory statue, a okay. small ivory statue. Okay. Um, a ivory drinking horn, and then also a um, uh, an intricately designed like mask. It's like metal. It goes across like your eyes, like you wear it. Um, it's like it's ceremonial. It's not like function. It's not armor. So. Uh, can I take the mask? Great. Um, are you trying to do it without anyone seeing you? Uh, no, I don't really care. Okay, you guys see her take it then. Yeah, oh, you mean of my friends? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, she t- do it. I don't see, I think I'm in front of the pack Great. already, like, okay. towards the trashy. That's on you, Oba. <laughs> you take it, and you guys yeah, make your way down the I ju- If no one's stopping us, I jump down the Great trashy <laughs> first. It, like, pulls open and has, like, a grinding metal sound. Perfect. 
Down in. Down in. So when shoo he everybody gets in, in, can I kind of like push his... Yeah. Sort of pushes it from the butt. All the way. And then after that, I'm gonna, Ova, I'm gonna try to get her in. She's like holding her thing, so she like gets in. Beezy, do you already? I already went. Okay, I'm gonna jump. I'm the last one, so I'm gonna jump. Last one. And you guys go down like a little. It's it's a short, like little chute that you go down, and it opens up very quickly. You kind of shoot, and you land in this room. That looks like sort of an arcane dump junkyard. Oh. I mean, it's got like crumbling slates that have been tossed down here, sort of broken pipes, pieces of cages, chunks of marble, crumbling stone. Basically, it seems that any material that was used for building things yeah. that, that couldn't be incinerated was dumped down here. Sort of, uh, you see sort of these, some of the pieces are glowing. It looks like pieces of the cages, like, like unstable magic, mm. sort of in this area. And you guys have landed in here. Well, I think we should get out as soon as we possibly Let's keep moving. I agree. I agree. And you guys continue to move. And across the room, there is an opening, but it's obstructed by sort of a tangled mess of spider webs, debris, and this thick gray ooze. So it's sort of this sludge, and you can see through it, there's like openings through it, so you can see the other side. But it's this thick sort of barrier that's sort of blocking the other one. Do we recognize this sludge? Make a survival check. Oh, that's sludge a check. check. <laughs> First one to get there. Seventeen. Seventeen. It looks like it's from a gray ooze, which is a it's a creature um, that's again sort of they are born of arcane waste. They're sort okay. of. Sorry. Can we just keep going, or we have to go that it way? It is. That's the only oh, way. Oh, that's the, room. the way. I thought uh, it was except unless alternate. you're going back up the chute, that's the only. Yeah, way. I thought that was an alternate. Well, I mean, what is the nature of this stuff? Like, if you get it on you, does it stick? You does don't know it that much about it. Could be corrosive. Would I have seen anything like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I grab a piece of like shrapnel or whatever sure, sure. and like of, yeah. and like, like just try to like touch it? What are you grabbing? There's pieces of metal. There's pieces of marble. What I guess. I'll do the marble, Great. just because that's marble. Less, sure. yeah, like, let's see what this is. And you touch it, and it feels pretty, like, it gives a little bit, but it feels pretty <laughs> solid, like, you can't push it in, and you see a little bit of, like, like, it feels like a steaming smoke rising, like, it's eating away at the marble, and if you pull it back, it looks like that side of the marble is, like, blackened a little bit. I don't think any of us should go for it. No, I agree. Uh, no, it doesn't look like that stone liked it very much. I'll throw the stone. Is there, if I look around the room, is there anything else? Like, is there any, there's no other way. Like, there's... Make an investigation check. You can with advantage. You guys are looking around. Okay. Um, uh, 21. 21. Great. You take a look around, there does not appear to be any other way out of the room. Okay. You do find one thing that stands out because it doesn't just look like a piece of waste is this sort of metal contraption. It's like a steel box, and then there's a large slanted piece of like almost obsidian, like a dark rock on the front. Mm. So it's like box and a slanted front. And on the top, there's a little seat that's built into the box with a lever on the top of it. Looks like it kind of has the appearance of a mechan- a device that might be used to 
push waste around. It has that kind of appearance to it. Yeah, it kind of a plow, less of a forklift than a plow. And in the lower section of it, there's a small circular opening that looks like a small like forge. It has like scorch marks around the rim and like a smoldering materials in it that looks like. Uh, I I think. Can I kind of like motion people over? Yes. It's dim light in here, but there's sort of some magic glowing kind of uh, discarded remains, so it's dim. It looks like you can use this to clear a path through that gray stuff, but it looks like you might have to light on fire. Oh. Okay. Nice. Uh, well, you can do that, can't you? I suppose so. I, uh, does anybody... I cast Firebolt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> Didn't know you could do that. And you shoot it right at the... Make an attack roll for that one. Okay. <laughs> Plus your spell attack next page, spell attack modifier. Thank you. It's a 20. 20, great. So you take aim and fire off a little fireball, and you have good aim. It goes right into that little sort of furnace section at the bottom, and immediately the thing seems to like lurch forward, and it pushes some of the debris. It doesn't continue to operate, but it lurches forward as you fire the fireball. I turn to them and I say... Uh, is someone going to pilot this, or do I have to do that? I'm going to sit in the chair. Uh, sure, you climb up. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I put my hand on the shoulder. I don't get to do anything. <laughs> Maybe another time. <laughs> the next time you can... You know, you didn't you let me do go down the, the slide first. Now I can't do the thing. So I'm kind of with... Can I kind of put my cloak, like, kind of over <coughs> my face a little bit? Protect from some of the yeah. spraying debris, yeah. So I'm going to, like... Is there, like, there's a little lever? There's a lever in front of you there's that looks lever. like you can go like this. Like left. Awesome. Okay, right. so I'm gonna go towards the sure. the thing. You do it, and yeah. it's not moving. Do you light it on fire again? Looks like I need a bit more fuel. Is there so? Is there like an ember or like a small source of fire in it? In that little. Uh, after you shot it, it didn't like light up. Right. It like but, went in, powered so it. So there's a zero in there. source of any kind of flame. In there, no. There is no flame in there. Okay. Never mind. Um, do we have, you don't have a torch? Nobody has a torch? Can you do anything? the fireball again? Is that only one time thing? Well, no, I can do it again. <laughs> I mean, maybe so light something. I also have, hey, I also yes. have I produced have, flame. I, That's different. That produces a steady flame. It is much smaller. Um, but I yes. could make it okay. bigger. Can I? If you want to make a flame, I can make flames bigger, but I cannot make a flame. Oh, wonderful. So I produce a flame. You get a little like flame in your hand. It's like mm-hmm. a little thing. Are you holding it close to? Yeah. Is there a way for me to transfer it to the machine? Itself? Uh, you can kind of put your hand through the hole, this sort of no. hole. That seems a little <laughs> dangerous, my friend. You can't like, you can't get a little piece of something in flame and put it in. Is there any? I think you can fire any? it off as an attack, but then again, it won't stay lit. It'll be like stained. Yeah. So it's hearing tempered. them have this argument, I'm gonna reach in my backpack and take out an oil flask because okay. I have a flask of oil. Oh, do that. Um, and then I'm gonna. Uh, um, take one have, of the binds. They're still wearing the binds, right? Uh, some of them probably. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna take. I, can I? Can I remove my binds or have him? And then I'm gonna take dip. a sharp piece of something. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna open the oil flask and dip the rope in the oil. Close mm-hmm. the oil flask, return it to my bag, and put it in the in the thing in sure. the, the hole. Put it in. And I light. 
I like the bind. I like okay, the so I'm going to put myself back in the chair, it's and true. that's my good thing. <laughs> and then I cast Thaumaturgy and make the flames uh, get brighter, I guess. Great. So the flame sort of begins to burn, and it looks like it's burning very quickly, but you, you put it in there, produce the flame, and the Thaumaturgy kind of lights it up a little bit, and it immediately lurches forward. Yep. It's moving across the room. And I'm going sort of to steering, steering it right towards the make thing. A, make a general intelligence check as you're trying to uh, operate this device. General intelligence! <laughs> Yikes, that's terrifying. <laughs> oh no. Um... I actually don't even know where that. Oh, uh, it's a big number. Twelve. Inside. Yeah, twelve. Right. Okay, so you grab it and it really it has surprising speed to it. <laughs> okay. And you move it and it. Yeah. So. I'm and you ram into one pile of debris, and it seems like it's pushing it pretty good. It kind of pushes it off to the side, and you get. Can I? And you like, like puff yeah, the flame. Can again. I puff it again? You're like chasing behind it. Yeah. Like <laughs> puffing the flame. Yeah. And it kind of moves and lurches. It's kind of like. Sorry, this is my first time doing this. <laughs> you get up to the gray ooze, you're able to sort of maneuver it up, to, and it goes up, and it starts to push into the ooze, but it pushes, pushes. Thaumaturgy to the and max. It seems like it's pushing and pushing. It might need a little extra push. You can see this happening. I mean, it looks like it needs a little extra something to break all the Can I go behind through. it and just start pushing it's, it? It's flaming on the back. It would be hard oh, to do it. Oh, hot. Like a hot metal box. Not, not going to do it. Can I cast Sorry. Firebolt again? Sure. Into make, the engine? Make an attack roll. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Right. That's an 18. 18, great. Very so sucks. he sees the sort of. Yeah. And he fires the firebolt and it goes right in the hole and punches through oh it. And God. the gray ooze kind of. Oh! Over. Make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, boy. As the plow kind of punches through this. Nice, 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 nice. nice. 16. 16, great. So as it punches through, you sort of hide behind the slanted slate at the front and it kind of. Ooze kind of washes over the back, oh. and you see it punch through, punches through the other side. There's a there's a tunnel there on the other side of the. Let's keep. Let's go. Right. Well, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Congratulations, all. Let's keep him let's here. Let's go. <laughs> Great. And you guys move along quickly through these tunnels, and it's pretty narrow. It's like two people could stand side by side, but that's about it. I and mean, you could easily reach out and touch both sides. Uh-huh. You're moving through this tunnel quickly, and make a. Who's in the front here? Are you in the front? Yeah. Make a perception check. Six. Six. So you're running along, and it's dark in here. Uh, if you don't have dark vision, which I don't think Graven does, if you don't have dark vision, it is black in here. You can see sort of the, the some of the light of the room behind you, but if nobody's producing light, it's dark in here. Um, I don't think I can by myself. Okay. You can produce flame. I can produce a flame, yeah. Okay. So as you guys are moving along, you do notice it looks like spiders are crawling out of the ground. It seems like they've been oh. perturbed by some of okay. the noise and the rumbling. Okay. And they start to sort of no. come out of the surface and then crawl back. Are any of them, wall. like, interested in us at all? Doesn't seem... seem like it yet. Okay. Let's well, move quickly. Because sometimes where there's smaller spiders, there's bigger ones. So let's please keep going. Mm-hmm. Are they are they averting from the flame? Like, is the yeah, flame so upsetting as them? you guys are moving through the light, they kind of skitter away from okay. the light. Great. But yes, we keep, I keep moving. Great. You guys continue through. You're moving, moving quickly now through these tunnels. It seems like it's moving. It seems like it has a gentle upward slope. Like, you're moving oh. further and further up. And you get to sort of a point ahead that you can see, and it looks like there's another one of these oozes, these gray oozes, but this time it's moving. It's not a stationary sort of, sort of a blanket ooze blocking the way. It's kind of 
has this kind of like wave motion, and it doesn't seem like it sensed your presence as of yet. We're still in a small, like... Less than Ugh. ten feet, like maybe And it's in the same kind of space. It doesn't like open up. It's that okay. It's just like a coating. Okay. It's How like far a away? thick. It's probably like thirty feet away, and it's like a thick glob of ooze. It's probably at least three feet tall, and it's kind of like sloshing back and forth. How do we get? Does anyone know, know anything about this gray ooze? Make an arcana check. <sighs> 19. 19. You've heard of experiments gone wrong that have produced this sort of off refuse of magical sort of, it's not sentient, but it's, you know, mobile. Okay, so it's not sentient. Like, this is not something you could talk to. No, you know that you would not be able okay. to talk to it. Yeah. I mean, you could talk to it. I mean, you could talk to it. And you know enough to know that, I mean, if you don't disturb it, it probably won't react to you, but... Okay. So when it's moving, the way that it's waving, is there a moment where it's at peak wave on one side and another side is open? Uh, it's not big enough to fill the whole thing, so yeah, it's kind of like swooshing back and forth. So the yes, there are small stuff. openings. It looks like it's made so, of the same kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm going to kind of put my hand up for mm-hmm. everyone to stop and just... Look, it shouldn't be dangerous to us as long as we don't disturb it. So if we can pass by it... Without agitating it in any way, and it shouldn't do any harm. He's got a flame. He's producing a little flame. It's hard. It's dim lighting here, but you can see. I'm going to try to walk past it. I think we all do it one at a time, and we just walk. As soon as it's farthest away from us on the wall, we walk past and we don't engage with it in any way. Okay, and please be quiet when we do this. So I'm gonna walk up and kind of wait for an opening. Sure, so the way it's kind of moving, it's moving kind of quickly back and forth. So you'd have to go one at a time, sort of right. getting yeah. by it. So you can have the option, are you gonna try and like tiptoe quietly by it? Or are you gonna try and like jump at an opportunity? I'm just gonna time? tiptoe quietly by it. Make a stealth jump. Oh boy. More stealth 19. 19, great. So it kind of... <coughs> and you wait for it to sort of go up onto the side of one wall, and you take some light steps, and then it's dirt underneath you, and it kind of like, light footsteps, and you stop and wait for it to go the other way, and you step through, and you guys see Severe make it to the other side. Who's next? Silently. I'll try. All right. How are you approaching it? So like, are you, like, are you trying to tiptoe by it, or are you trying to... Like, dash Yeah, like, dash by it, like, get by it as quickly as possible. I mean, uh, there's plenty of room for me to, like... I mean, tiptoe, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Orb has got her crystal out, <laughs> being like, oh, Graven. <sighs> <laughs> that does not help not you, my friend. Eleven. Eleven. You tiptoe a little bit past, and you sort of make a light little leap as it's kind of sloshing, and it just clips the back of your foot. It doesn't seem to sense you, but it sort of singed the back of your foot. Okay. You take one damage, <laughs> one poison bad. damage, and it sort of burns at your ankle. It feels like you stepped in something corrosive, and you kind of... Don't quietly. touch it. <laughs> Who's next? I'll go. How you can you, do it. How are you doing it? Uh, I sneak. 
Cipro on the other side, watching everyone go through. Let's go, Mastermind. It's a four. Four. Cipro takes a couple steps. And it starts to slosh in one direction, and you take a couple steps forward, but it quickly reverses directions, and it hits you up on the angle. Make a dexterity saving throw. As you feel the goop around your ankle. Oh my goopy goop. Put those dice away. It is a 12. Okay. You take five poison damage. Okay. Okay. And as it wraps around your ankle, it seems to tighten. Oh no. And it pulls. And it's like you're trying to pull your leg up out of the goo. And in doing so, you see some spiders start to come out of the ceiling and the walls. Oh, no! And they're sort of trickling out. I need everyone to roll initiative. Oh, God my damn it, God! God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. You're the first one through. You're the first guy. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, boy, you too. Oh, huh? Jesus Christ, this die. I never. Let's. <laughs> God bless America. Also, I've eaten like nine of those zombie things. Why are you still eating it? I keep thinking there can't be more of this. <sighs> yeah, don't buy the zombie Skittles, guys. It's a terrible no. idea. I just it, got a nice What about our Skittles sponsorship? Actually, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. death. Oh, that zombie money. It's really Unless gross. it's like yeah. really Halloween. Like a, a, you want to be oh, real Halloween. I have Halloween. a tissue like filled with Skittles. Stop in my eating them. <laughs> Some of them are delicious. What so can I guys, tell you? This is where the shoot came out. You guys Amazing. made your way part of the way through. Oh, That's all. <laughs> That's it. We haven't done that much, guys. Well, there was more tunnel wherever. So, oh, okay. so Cipro is back here. Right. And the gray ooze Ooh. is oozing there. And you see oh, God. some swarms of small spiders start to crawl from oh, back there. walls. From us. back there, okay. That's forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah. behind them. Yes. Or in front of me. Uh, all right. Go ahead and uh, back Okay, back. do we have any lucky bitches with 20 to 25? Uh, no. 15. Uh, hold on. Oh. Hold on. I have been rolling on Tell me to go. Sorry. Be careful. Do they look like this? I don't have 20 or something. Okay. Uh, 15 to 19. Y'all, 15 to 19, no one? All right, uh, 10 to 14. 14 is the ooze. Also 14. Okay. okay, 14, Graven and ooze. Graven got past the ooze, so we'll put him first. Okay, 14 he, he got He got the drop on the Thank ooze. you, DM, discretion. Uh, 10, oh, sorry, I was 10, so Orba. This was, uh, this was 10 to 15? Yes. 11 was the spiders. 11 was spiders, yeah. of course. Jeez, you guys all suck. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> Okay. Really uh, five to nine. Five. Six. Woo! Yeah. I see. Okay. Five, right? Okay. 
same as my uh, current HP, you guys. So. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my god. One, two, three, four, five, six. Your boy got a two. Yo, yeah, I was like, who's <laughs> That makes sense. Your foot's a boy got a two. How do I spell your name? C-I-P-R-O. C-I-P-R-O. Great. I not that. Okay. We are good? We're gonna die. Wait, C-I-P-R-O? I did get it. I did double P. I did double P as well. Yeah. Beep. I like double P. I think I was thinking like Cipriani's. Alright, it's Graven first. Alright, Graven, what do you got? Alright. I mean, that one of them was like right in front of me, right? Yeah, that small spider right. sort of crawling it, out of the wall. It comes out and I kind of get spooked by it. I just swing the base in it really quick. Great. Um, before that happens, Cipro, uh, make a uh, constitution save. Okay. See if you can hold the flame that you're holding. Okay. Oh, we're lighting the way yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to be in the dark. Yep. You need different dice. It's a seven. Seven. So as he's falling, the light goes out. Mm-hmm. So you're in darkness. So you make it with disadvantage if you're making an attack. Okay. Well, can I light up my mace as my as a? Uh, bonus yeah. Action? Is it a bonus action to use that or? Is um, it? Oh, that's a good idea. The light cantrip. Oh. Cantrip. <laughs> no, it's an action. Yeah. So you need, you can, but you have to light it up now. Ah, uh, uh, reactionary. I'm I'm swinging at it. Okay, with your mace. Nice. Yeah. Great. Make an attack roll. Uh, so at disadvantage, so I roll twice yep. and take the lower one. Oh boy. It's <laughs> a good start. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Oh, my fault. Yeah. So he sort of panics a little bit and swings his mace and kind of squish squishes into the wall. Yeah. Seems like the swarm of spiders was missed entirely. Uh, Did you get it, Graven? No. <laughs> you can see in the dark. You're dark. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can see that he missed. Uh, Did you get it, Graven? Rubbing it in his face. And then goes, no. I'm not going anywhere. I'll just, the rest of my turn is just yanking my mace out of the wall. Okay. Who's... Okay. Totally Great. Wasted. So the ooze is just gonna make an attack <coughs> against Cipro. Oh god. Uh, 16 to hit. Oh gosh. Yeah. 16 hits. Great. So it sort of it swooshes to one side and comes back up and come and hits you with like a spout of ooze. Awesome. You oh, take my uh, three bludgeoning damage and two acid damage. So five total. <laughs> okay. And are you all, uh, you don't have metal armor or metal weapon, do you? I have I have a dagger. Great. So as it splashes up against, it looks like the dagger begins to corrode from the ooze. What is the does the dagger have a damage modifier like plus one or? Uh, it does. It has plus one. Now it's a plus zero. So it's corroding away. You can mark plus zero. Perfect. Thank you. I mean, it can sluge. Uh, and it's, that's it. Spiders. Spiders are next. <laughs> Great, so the spiders kind of, it's like swarms of little spiders as they come up. And they're going to kind of all come up here. Uh, this one's going to attack Graven, who just took a swing at him. Yep. Um, they're going to try and bite you. Six to hit. Miss. So the spider kind of, and Graven is able to pull the mace out and kind of duck out of the way. And the other one's going to attack Sephira there. Uh, 11 to hit. Uh, 11 misses. 11 misses, oh, great. So, so if you're kind of nimbly dodged that away, they kind of... <laughs> oh, man. Uh, then the other two, they can crawl by each other. So they're all going to kind of occupy oh, these two great. spaces. It's and the same thing, one under Oh, they can the occupy... Yeah, they're oh, small cool. enough no, to fine. occupy the same yeah, space. Interesting. Uh, 10 to hit on Grave. Misses. misses. So, God, 
And 14 to hit Zephyr. 14 hits. 14 hits. Give me a best shot. You take four piercing damage. Oh, God. As you feel this sort of swarm of spiders kind of skitters up and you feel a number of small bites kind of peck in at you. Okay. Um, okay. Spiders are done? Spiders are done. All right, Orba, uh, seeing Sephira in really bad shape, can she, like, squeeze herself? Like between Graven and Sephira, like uh, you would have to go. I'll say you can. You can't land in their space or the spider spaces. So you could go all the way through, like by them. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go through them so I can get adjacent to spiders. Okay. Um, you have to go into one of these two spaces. That's fine. And okay. I'm the. But all of the spiders are in spaces adjacent. Oh shit. Yes. Okay. No, I have to. Ooh. Nope, that was wrong. That was very wrong. Uh, wait, uh, okay, yes, okay, so what I want to do, sorry, I want to cast <laughs> no, Thunder Wave. No, scaring me. Uh, what is the range of Thunder Wave? Well, it's, it's adjacent spaces. Um, it's, the, it's the cube thing. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to think of a way to position myself. Like, oh, if I move two spaces to the right, my right, your left. Like this? No, oh, sorry, this? forward, yes. Okay. And I cast it. Can I cast it into... And how big is the cube? Three. Uh, 15 feet. 15 feet, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Orb is going to cast Thunder Wave. So everybody, all those spiders need to make constitution saving throws. All right, I'm going my left to right. Okay. Uh, uh, 10. Uh, fails. Uh, 17. Saves. 9. <coughs> fails. And 11. Fails. Okay. Ooh. Okay, so the three that failed, which were one, two, Everyone four, but this one. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, take 2d8. Nice. Eight. And then the one that saved takes half of that. Great. And then they're also pushed... I don't know how the physics of this works. They're pushed 10 feet away from me. I don't know in what direction they would go. Um, they can occupy another creature's space, so they get kind of this blast of wave, kind of, and this flurry of spiders goes like flying by. Oh my god! So they're ah. in kind of these spaces. Two of them are in Bazaar's space. Oh, sorry. And one, oh two of them are in god. the. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, uh, and then I guess I'm gonna come back around the corner just so I have line of sight there. Sure. And that's my turn. Great. Uh, yeah. So it's Safira. Alright, Sephira. Um, uh, so does the does the ooze have Sephira grappled? No, it doesn't. It, it kind doesn't. of hurt him and kind of. But yeah, it's, it's in not... front of us. If that's like the main thing. That's, in our way. <coughs> that's what. That's like the main thing that's in our way. But yeah, I mean it's sort of. Okay, so I'm gonna shoot. I, I'm gonna take my my longbow and shoot an arrow Great. at like any part of it that looks vulnerable, which I'm not sure if it kind of just does. is a mass of garbage. <laughs> um, a 19 to 19 hit. hits, roll for now. Um, is it damaged at all, this one? The no. No, no okay. it's hurting it. Uh, where's the V8? What kind of damage is this? Piercing, it's I think? Piercing. It's piercing. Which one's Either V8? Can bizarre. Uh, it's, it's a double pyramid. That oh, guy's one. Um... Nine. Nine, great. So you fire nice. the arrow, and it kind of sticks into the ooze, and it... Him. And it kind of shakes a little bit. Seems like perturbed by it, reacting to it. <laughs> okay. And you can immediately see the arrow start to like break down. It's like, uh, Ew, gross. <laughs> 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 Busy. 
spiders are. So I can't see, right? <coughs> you are, yes, it is dark right now, yeah. Do I know the spiders are right next to me? Yeah, but you, you still attack with disadvantage because you're swinging in the dark. Okay, well, I'm just going to have to go after one. Go for it. Um, there's two that are in your space, and one of the ones in your space is hurt more than the other. Do you have a preference? I'll go for the one that's already hurt. That's hurt more? Great. Just to like, get it out of the way. Sure. So I had to roll twice? Yeah, you yeah. can take the lower one. Roll again. It doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you'll just add the lowest one right here. Four. Four plus. Plus, what's it? Um, you're using your plus. Uh, yeah. Four plus uh, eight. eight. Eight misses, so you're kind of swinging the mace around, and the spiders uh, are kind of flying off you a little bit. Okay. Are uh, you moving or anything? Um, no, I can't see where I'm going, so I'll just Cipro! Alright, Cipro holds up. Cipro's casting magic missile. Great. And he's nice. casting it as a second level spell. Nice! So first. And he's gonna aim all four darts at the slime. Great. Whoa, you so see this like cool. flurry of lights kind of light up the room. He's fucking you done also with this have, <laughs> You also have that um, quickened cast. Yeah. Okay, oh. do you want to use that as well? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you saved that one, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I was going to use that. <laughs> but I need to roll damage for the darts, right? Yes, yeah, so they automatically hit. So you see this flurry of lights and they all sort of automatically. Yeah. So each missile does 1d4. 1d4. Yeah. That's a six. Sorry. Where's my four? There it is. No, that's a Yeah, yeah, that is a four. Yeah. Sorry. We didn't know when we first started. Yeah, two. Top one. So that's three. It's plus each one's one each one's plus one. Damn. So just keep track. So three, five is eight. Uh-huh. Plus three is eleven. Uh-huh. Plus two is thirteen. Thirteen. Damn. Great. So you see the sort of these lights go out and they hit the ooze and it sort of it makes these like crater impacts in the ooze that cause it to splatter a little bit. And uh, it looks like it's kind of sinking and level in the ground. It's kind of lost some of its vitality. It looks pretty busted up, as much as a pile of As much as slime can. I mean, it's got little singe marks rising out of it. Okay. Amazing. is suffering. I'm going to use two of my sorcery points. I have three. I'm going to use two of them to cast a bonus action, essentially. Awesome. So you see him, like, rattle off the magic missiles, like, really quick. I'm going to cast magic missile again as a level one. The other spell has to be a cantrip. Oh. Okay. Uh, then let's do uh, let's do firebolt. Great. So the missiles and the ball of fire. Do I cast? I, I roll. For that one you roll for. You attack roll. Again. Thank you. Um. It is a ten. Ten hits. Oh, oh it's a baby. Ooh. Amazing. It's one d ten. Perfect. Help me. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can use this. The one with the weirdo beardo zero no. on it. Yeah. Well, yeah, some, some of them have that's, that's, the per- that's the percentage die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, I mean, it has the same numbers on it, right? There you go. There it is. There's I got a 10. Ten. There's a 10. Yeah. He got me. He got me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's one. One. Great. Yeah. One fire damage. Great. So you fire up the fire and it creates a little puff, and the ooze kind of reacts, and then it dissolves down into the floor. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Baby. Oh my god. Oh god. Alright. Graven. Graven. <laughs> you see, you see behind you these like flashes of light happen. It's like this morism. Alright, does he get to temporarily see because of the. the yes, but not, <laughs> not, not to help yeah. my swing. Dang right. it. Um, I'll 
imbue the mace with light. Great. So glows, and now it's bright light in the room. You can all see very clearly. You see? There's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just stand there like. Oh, <laughs> and that's it. Okay. Yeah. Stay there. Spiders. Spiders are out. Ooze. Ooze is dead. Yeah, spiders. So spiders, you can see them start to skitter and crawl, and it seems like some of them crawl back up into the wall. Oh, because the ooze is like. And. The ones that are all around, these two are gonna see the bright light coming through the grave and they're both gonna stop right Oh. Six to hit. Yes. You sort of wave the mace at them and they kind of skitter back. Uh, the second one, uh, 15 to hit. Misses. 15 misses, great. So you sort of hold the shield up and they can't quite skitter up over the shield. And the other two are gonna attack Bizarre. No, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> Critical hit 20. Oh! <laughs> you cursed her. You uh, cursed her with that. You said you're fine. She's fine. She's, she's so still fine. fine. We're gonna be 30 spiders. Yeah, you take so 14 piercing damage. Stop talking! As the spiders kind of roll <laughs> over you and they bite you at a number of places. Oh no. And you get a number of sort Silent of piercing bites around. in you. 14? 14. 14 piercing. I would be so dead. And the other spiders go after you as well. Uh, 16 to hit. Misses. Misses, great. So you sort of shake the ones <laughs> off and you push them away. Cute. Kick them in the dirt. Massive. Who's up? Uh, me. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. So, so there's still four spiders. Wow. Yep. Okay, who's looking rough? Um, Severe is looking rough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, actually Severe looks like yeah. dead ooze. <laughs> Closest to Safira. There's two adjacent. <coughs> oh, okay, I'm gonna focus on whichever one of those looks worse. If there's okay. a difference. Yeah, there's a hurt. There's one that's more hurt. Yeah. Okay, and I'm gonna cast uh, Ray of Frost. Great. Yep. Okay. All right, I have to attack this time. Uh, that's a 13. 13 hits. Right. Awesome. I think that's a D8. Correct. Yep. Three. Three. Great. Duck. And you see the red frost kind of come in over your shoulder yeah. and it like knocks a few of the spiders loose. Okay. Um, I'm done. Alright. Who's up? Um, Yo, yeah, well, I'm barely able to stand, but I'm gonna point my longbow at the whichever one is kind of. They're all adjacent to you, so you so would I have disadvantage. Really you okay. can. You would have disadvantage on a ranged attack. That. Um, can I just. I'm, I'm just gonna start. Whacking. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Punch a spider. So like, like, I'm like nearly stomp done. And I'm just like, yeah, stomping and punching. Yeah. <laughs> See, Sophia going to a, yeah. a fit of rage. 16 okay. to hit. 16 hits. Nice. Or what's Two. that damage? Two damage. And were you attacking that same busted up spider? Yeah. So you roll additional for yeah. that. That's still. Oh, that's right. It's your bow, oh, that's right. right. Um, what, I forget what, what I roll, though. It's a d8 in addition. Oh, okay. Oh. Um. Seven. Nice! Great. Holy shit! So you sort of take one spider and you kind of squish oh. it against the wall and yeah. kick another one, and that yes. one, those spiders dissipate. Nice. Yeah. Two of them? Uh, no, that group there. She only uh, attacked uh. one of them. That one's still your best, but. Alright. Bizarre! Going after him again. You now that I can see. You can see, see now, yep. I can see, yeah, right? No, because I get an attack of opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good, good call. <laughs> <laughs> Light's not helping you. Six. Six misses. So in sort of a bites, you're shaking off the spiders and oh. you pull them. Oh! God, I 
Have you used your action surge? Do you still have that? Um, I guess I can do it. I just don't know if you you uh, rested at uh, Blom's house or whatever. No, didn't you use action surge during the Blom fight? Did you? I think remember. you did. I think okay. you did. Yeah. I have that. Okay. And you still have your heal, though, if you yep. Or, no, she healed herself. Mm. Rally, you can use more than once. Oh, I'm thinking it of takes second a superiority die. Oh, Rally, I can I can use it more than once, it just is another superiority die. Yeah, so you have a number of superiority Gone. Die. Yeah, I yeah. still have four left. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Um, that's the give the friend the health one? Yeah, I think so. Sorry. I don't know why I'm flipping it. I just, no, just turned no. literally. <laughs> um, Shut up. Are you having a yeah, so, I guess I can close to death. use that to help Sephira. Sure. She's like dying. Yeah. So what does she roll or what do you roll? She's like um, Yes. I also have to heal. Oh, well, I have to do that afterwards. Um... Uh, to bolster resolve with one of your companions, when you do so, choose a friendly creature who can see or hear you. Mm-hmm. That creature gains temporary hit points equal to the superiority die roll plus your charisma modifier. Great. So your superiority die is D8. Mm-hmm. This one? Yep. Plus your charisma. I don't, know I don't have any. Great. Charisma. So what's the Three. Three. So you get so security is three temporary. No, I I'm not charismatic. Okay, you hear Bizarre kind of give a rallying cry and you yeah. sort of ah! invigorated with a little bit of energy. Yeah. All set? It goes by us like. <laughs> 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 you did? Yeah, I think it's it. Cipro! Alright. He's cast a magic missile again. Right. Nice. It's are a level it's a level one this time. Okay. And all of one spider? Are you spreading around? I think that's the right <laughs> thing to do. Plus, Plus? My yeah. So I got three D four. That's a five. Wow. So to one spider that's five. Sure. Yeah. To another that's two. Oh you're spreading it around. Okay. Yeah, one each. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, oh. that's fine. And then another five. Great. Jesus. Great. So you see the three, and one sort of hits the spiders, and they kind of skitter a little bit and come back. This one gets blasted away. Wow. See you later. Yeah, he's hooked. Okay, are you all good, Cipro? I'm moving. Uh, Graven. All right, so as the spiders kind of, a few of them have trickled into the uh, no. walls. No, no, what? No. A couple of large oh spiders. Oh, these oversized spiders kind of come in oh out of the wall <laughs> and start to make their way down. They're not there yet. So. Uh, no, they're not. Um, and a uh, seven. Okay. <laughs> between uh, Orba sees those and goes, guys, there's more coming. They're pretty big. I don't want them. Big spiders. Big spidey. Okay. All right. Great. <laughs> It's lit now. Yeah. It's lit. It is lit. It's lit. Um, this is all my fault. So they're both they're both hurt, the other the small ones near yes. me, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, they're both they're looking pretty rough too. Yeah. I'll swing at that one on your right with my mace. Sure. One. <laughs> ten. Uh, ten misses. Oh Jesus. Swing by spiders dodge out of the way. <laughs> Takes his bonus action to get mad. To get mad. <laughs> um, Any bonus actions or not? No. Okay. 
I'm just gonna come. It's it would get an attack of opportunity, right? Both of them would, yeah. I'm gonna go over next to Orba. Okay, like on this side? Yeah, kind of like. Yeah. Here. Well, is that? Can I Here? occupy that space? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right there. Okay, great. So as you move away, the spiders kind of. Uh, Thirteen to hit. Miss. Nice. And fourteen to hit. Miss. Miss. Great. So as he rushes, the spiders kind of and they retract back. Uh, Hello. Uh, yes, I see. Okay. Uh, uh, the spiders. Spiders, great. So this spider, noticing the kind of flurry of missiles, is going to take a little skip towards and attack Cipro. Uh, Seventeen to hit. Oh boy. Uh, four, uh, five piercing damage. Super okay? ain't doing well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh so they kind of sh- 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 like nip me. at you. Um, and the other one's gonna attack the Zara. Uh, Sixteen to hit. Nope. Sixteen misses. Great. So there's kind of a flurry of insects around you, but none of them are able to grasp on. That's it for the little ones. Okay, Orba. Um, Orba's gonna. <laughs> getting goosebumps as she gets closer to those bigger spiders. She's gonna get within like, let's say within 15 feet. Okay. <sighs> One, two, three. Yeah. Okay. And she's gonna cast um, uh, thunder wave again at those two. So they're at the tail end of that. Sure. So they have to make Constitution saving throws once again. Once again. <coughs> I'm sorry. Uh, ten. Uh, fails. And 11. Fails, so they both yeah. take 2d8. Nice. Man, Orba's doing all the work. Dang. Yes! 14 damage for yes. both of them. Oh and my then, gosh! That's right! And then they push back 10 feet. Wow. And this, yes. you can see the ripples of yes. the, you can see this, like the sides of the tunnels kind of ripple out. <laughs> that's right, and oh, then yes. she takes two steps back. And you can see him kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> is that the way we have to leave them? Yes, it is. Yep. So I'm, I'm, but I'm still, I'm gonna- uh, You're backing up. Yeah, two more steps back. Right next to Grave, Grave. Great. Okay, uh, it's the big spiders now. Big spiders, okay. So they, they get pushed back and then they start to kind of skitter over the terrain. What's their speed? So it literally did nothing. What do you mean it did nothing? It did 14 damage. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 One is going to attack Graven with a bite. I'll use the warding flare. Okay. Um, oh, no, attack okay. by creature. Yeah. You can still use your reaction to impose disadvantage. Great, so it goes in for a bite and kind of a flash of light. Uh, one. One misses, so yeah. kind of blind. No, no, that was the disadvantage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. So Ooh. that's right. Gets this flash of light and it kind of like isn't able to grasp it. <clears throat> um, and then the other one walks up a little bit and walks up to Orba and. Bits of red at you. Oh, Gross. Sticky. Um, 11 to hit. Uh, it hits. Hits. Great. So, uh, so you, it, you, the web kind of wraps around ah! you, and you are restrained. Uh, Graven? Uh, Graven? You didn't take any damage, but you are restrained. Oh, thank God. So, okay, quickly remind me, I'm sorry, restrained means I cannot cast spells, correct? Uh, I blew, uh, let me double check. You cannot move, all attack rolls have advantage against you, and all of your attack rolls have disadvantage. Um, so any spells that- cast spells, but if it's an attack roll spell, it has disadvantage. Okay, and v- verbal spells are fine. Yeah, your mouth's not covered. You're okay. wrapped up in webs. Okay, good to know. All right. And could I use an action to, like, get her out of this? Yes. 
You okay. can use an action to attempt to get them out of the way. And I also could use an action? Yes, to... you can okay. attempt to break free of the webbing. Yeah. We're peachy. The webbing also looks thick enough that you could try to hack away at it with a weapon also or something. Okay. Okay. Zephira. Um, so seeing that, <coughs> I can see that that's happened, right? That she's been... Yes, <laughs> you can't see around the tunnel, so you just see like a... Ah! So I'm gonna, there's a, the spider that's kind of right in front of me. I'm mm. gonna just take a huge, like, hook at it. Um, Great. Attempting to squash it against the is wall. Is that cocked? <laughs> so to... Sorry, which one is it? Oh, no. Well, now it fell. It fell the right it way, too. Yeah. You're good. Um, yeah. 22. 22 hits. How much damage? Uh, two, and then one, eight. Um, five. Great, so you take a swing and, like, bizarre ducks, you swing uh, and uh, the, the spider squashes please. against the okay. wall. <laughs> Seeing, and then I'm gonna sprint towards that, like, the Orba. Where are you going? I mean, that's, you could get behind her. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Sure. That's fine. Oh, hello. Right. <laughs> 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 All, right. All right, I'm gonna try to end the last guy. And his whole career. <laughs> end him. He has no future in this business. <laughs> oh my god. What the heck, man? <laughs> Nine. Nine. That misses. Yep. So. Wow. You still have more superiority dice. Yep. That's a lot. Um. I think Rally's the only one you can use if you didn't hit a creature. Oh, the, other okay. two, the other two are on hit. Yeah, those are hits. Okay. You can still rally someone else also. Is anyone else? Sipro mm. looks pretty busted. Cipro? Do you care about him? Oh my goodness. And he, uh, he looks at you and he goes, he's like, hold, he's like holding some spiders. Oh, I, killed, I killed the slime. <laughs> You're welcome. He did kill the slime. Honestly, I'm not going to okay. use it. Okay, all done. Oh my god. I, if I you don't get the rest, I can't. And then you sort of turn back to him. Sorry, yeah. man, but once That's we're right. out, we're out. Uh, BZ is done, so now it's Cipro. Once we're Show her what's out. what, Cipro. Wish I could. <laughs> um, I will cast Firebolt on the spider. Right. Fireball on Bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I was waiting for it. Just you wait. It is a 15. 15 hits, roll for damage. Fantastic. Is Could that... he do that? Could he attack Bizarre in the middle of us? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> ah! baby, anything can happen. Yes. <laughs> He's fine. He can cast his <laughs> It's four. Four. Great. So you see a burst of flame and you see a, oh. some crispy spider parts go flying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good job. See, you're all fine. Oh. He can do it on his own. Are you done? You moving at all or you hanging about there? Uh, oh, he's going to stay right there. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about the name. Craven! Which one? The one that uh, was yeah, they're both the This is the one that spat the web at Orba. That's the one that walked up and attacked you and missed. They've both been hit for 14, so they're both. Yes, they're both hurt, yes. But um, Saphira has the. Got him, Craven! Uh, I'm actually going to. Um, uh, uh, Sacred Flame in right. his face. Cool, cool, cool. Must make a dexterity saving throw. So I'm just gonna like, like blow a bunch uh, of. 13. Saves. Saves, great. <laughs> so the light comes down to any damage on the save or no? Great. 
Do you see like a kind of flash of light? <sighs> it looks cool, but uh, spider anything doesn't seem to mind. Spider's like, oh, anything else? It's lighter in here no. than you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> nope, nothing. Nothing. That's you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, toot, 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 toot. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'm gonna, yeah, I guess I'm... No. I think I'm just gonna try to cast Chill Touch. Okay. With disadvantage. With disadvantage. Yep. Yeah. Oh, because you're bound. Oh. 11 to 11 hit? 11 misses. Alright, so the kind of ghastly essence goes oh, out. Oh boy. Um... <coughs> Just, I don't want to, but for future reference, can I, can I move restrain? No, you are. I can, okay, just, right, zero, sorry you said that, my mistake. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm good. She's right. just gonna get small. Big guys. Who's up? Uh, no, it's big spiders. Big spiders, okay, they're both gonna take bites at the same people. One's gonna go off your grave in here. The bite. Uh, 13 hits. It misses. It misses, it goes forward with its pincers, and you can clangs off the shield. And the other one goes in with advantage on Morba. Uh, 14 to hit? Uh, 14 hits. 14 hits, great. You take 5 piercing damage as it sinks in, and you also make a constitution saving throw. Okay, why not? Come on, come on. Oh, oh. Oh. (laughs) That's so dumb. That's really important. So you fail, so... Take an additional three points of poison damage. I'm losing my mind. Okay. I'm sorry. It's cool, guys. It's cool. Your ledger. Yeah. Um, okay. That's it. That's it? Yeah. All right. I'm alive, so. I don't know. Is it me? Yeah, it's a, no, it's me. Um, so I'm going to take my dagger out of my bag and try to cut through sure. this, this uh, webbing. You're cutting through the webs or webbing? Webbing. Great, yep. Uh, make an attack roll. Oh, oh no! Uh, this is. I don't know what the dagger would have as a modifier, but it should say. Uh, I, oh, I, uh, if, it's if like, it's similar to mine, I have a plus three. It will be. What's your dexterity modifier? Oh, um, right. plus three. Three, and then it would be your proficiency also, so plus five. Okay. Um. So it's seven. Uh, seven. Great. Seven misses. Yeah. So you go in for the cup, and Orba's kind of like wriggling around, and you're not <laughs> able to sort of swipe at it. Okay. Um. Then I'm I'm gonna can I kind of pull her in her webbing back and then just step in front of her? Um, sh- make an athletics check. I'll say yes because they, they didn't the bind her to the ground. Wow. Wow. Eight. Eight. Great. So you go in to grab it and Orb is kind of like leaning up against the wall, so you can't quite grab her and pull her. And the spider kind of grabs the other side of her. Oh goodness! Kind of like oh pulling no! Her in two directions. Oh. You're not successful in pulling her back. Okay. And I can't, I can't intercede between you can't, spider. You could go to can the other I, side. Like, you could run between them. Can I like throw my hands up and like start like? Sure. You know. Oh, like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you that? do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's just because I'm here. The spiders have noted. <laughs> I think the fear has lost her mind. Walk <laughs> back to the crazy one. <laughs> I'm just over there going, ah! <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, the Zara. Yeah, Zara. So I'm gonna run up there. Alright. And. Him. Play on. Hey, play on. This is better be good. 
18. 18 hits, roll for damage. There we go. This is 8, right? Yep. Four. Four. Great. So this spiked sort of a flail hits it and it kind of a little bit of green blood kind of splatters up against the wall. You can also use a superiority die now if you want to one of the other ones. Oh. To do um, additional damage. Yeah. Who's after me? Zipro. I think oh. it just gives the next person to attack an advantage, if that's what you're talking about. That is him. But it's just the next person whoever to attack. Whoever attacks, 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 attacks it next. Yeah. Right. Um, the distracting strike. Right. Yeah, so you add the spirit damage to the attacks mm-hmm. damage roll. The next attack roll against the target may by an attacker other than you has an advantage right. if the attack is made before the start of the next. Perfect. So you roll a d8 for your oh, and add that damage. Yep. And add what damage? The one the that what you yep, roll. Oh, nice. Six. Great. So you swing with a little extra effort and kind of, Oof. and whoever attacks this one next gets advantage on their attack. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, after that, Cipro. How far can I move? Uh, you can move. What's your movement? It's thirty. Thirty. So each square is five. So five, ten, fifteen, twenty. You can move. Okay, great. Is there a space that I can occupy where I can attack the spiders from behind? Uh, with what? What are you trying to attack? With a spell with like magic. Yeah, you can shoot spells between people. There's Great. enough space. Fantastic. Yeah. So if you move, like it's okay. Yeah. yeah. As in, perfect. Perfect. I would love to cast magic missile again. Great. I'm gonna target the spider that Bizarre just attacked. Okay. But I don't Can't roll for advantage because no, it's, it's an automatic hit. Yeah. It's a oh. level one spell. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. <laughs> Right. Big deal. Yeah. Um, so, so still, whoever attacks it next has advantage because mm-hmm. this wasn't an attack roll. It doesn't make an attack. So that's five. All three are going towards that spider. Right. Nine. Uh, math. Twelve. Hmm. Twelve damage. Great. So these things go out, and one hits, and it kind of oh. reels back, and another one hits, and it goes oh. back again, and then it kind of falls back. Yes. Nice. Good though. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay, top of the lineup with the Graven. I'm gonna try to leave, try to finally do something in this he, fight. And he and I just, Graven's like, he yeah, gets my I don't think he's hit anything. I killed uh, it. He killed, I killed it. it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Darn. So like, I mean, it was. Waste. Oh wait, you didn't heal me. <laughs> <laughs> Evidence that I shouldn't help you. He looks her in the eyes and goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's like holding himself up on the wall because he's bloody. <laughs> Wasted life. Fantastic. All right, we're gonna like a lot more damage. Just yeah, scream in this thing's face and, <laughs> and swing the mace again. Uh, so angry. So angry. <laughs> All the rage of my yes. people. <laughs> Twenty-one. Twenty-one. <laughs> he swung appropriately with the rage. Oh of his my feet. goodness. Oh, oh, right. Right. Yes. So his eyes, and then there's and then there's roof. <laughs> Still up, but it, it's pretty close yeah. to up. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Orb is like amped from watching Graven, so she's not gonna try to break out again, and she's just gonna be like, ah, chill, touch. Great. So, yeah, <laughs> she says that. Oh. Oh. Ten. Ten misses. Great. Yeah. So she's like trying to <laughs> shoot out from her hip, but <laughs> kind of. This looks so difficult. <laughs> Who's uh, next? Oh, 
I'm uh, no. I'm, oh, does train. no attack of opportunity for Caddy Corner? I can't remember. Uh, Sorry. He would get attack of opportunity, but you can't move. Also, right. <laughs> can't I, I can't absorb that information. I'm done. Spider next. Spidey. Yeah. Great. So the spider taking that big wallop from Graven is going to go in for an attack. Wallop. Uh, Eighteen to Eighteen hits. hits. Um, <laughs> um, you take six piercing damage okay. and make a Constitution saving throw. Oh okay. Dude. Okay, hold on. Wait, what? What's going on? What's happening? Constitution. Do you have another warding flare too? Where is that? Okay. Dude, we haven't slept in years. Ten. Ten. So it sinks in its fangs and pulls out, and you feel the poison start to sink in, but you shake it. Come on, man! Who's up? Safira, yeah. Um, so how close am I to this spider? Is it will I have disadvantage if I use my longbow? No. Okay. Be, yeah. I'm it just gonna, can't be adjacent to you. Then I'm gonna shoot my longbow right, right to one of its many eyes. Right. Um a 20! Natural, 27, 20. natural twenty. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Roll for damage. Yes! That's the only that's like the first one of the whole night. It might be. Oh um so I, I rolled the original roll double. The so yes. it's six. Mm-hmm. Twelve. Now roll your bonus die. No, no, no. Sorry. Oh. Wait, no, yeah, it would be six. Do the non-modifiers first. I d- yeah, so it would be six, so then it would be twelve. Twelve. And then I add the bonus die. What's the bonus die? And you double that as well. Oh my god, 14, 16, really? So what, 20, 16, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, and then do you have any sign about that? No, 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 we doubled it wrong. I did it, because it was, no. I, the first roll was three, I added Okay, so the roll is three, so that's double six. six so what was the next roll? <laughs> Eight. Um, eight. Double 16. Yeah. So 22 plus the number. Oh. Um, this oh, is okay. 10. So 25. 25. Yes. Okay. So she takes the arrow, and Orman Graven kind of split just long enough for her to fire the arrow. Wow. And so yes. here. I'm like barely standing, but I'm like kind of got the bow and I fire it and see it go, and then I kind of just collapse to the Great. And the arrow passes through and it kind yeah. of like splits it in two and it. Oh my god. Yeah. On two sides. And you wear it like a hat. Goodbye. Jeez. Yeah. Oh. My god. You guys are here in the tunnels. Injured, uh, ooze on the floor. Orba starts to like kind of start to struggle out of the webs. Make yeah. a make an athletics check. Okay. If, is okay. someone want to help? Her? No, yeah. I want to do it by myself. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Athletics. Sixteen. Sixteen. Great. You are able to sort of pull it. See. Well done. Are you guys okay? Barely. Okay, well, let's get moving. Let's scurry out of here, and then we'll Cipro worry about doesn't say anything. He starts running. He starts forward. moving forward. Right? Yep. Start brushes let's past go. everyone. You guys make your way. Let's you go. continue down this hall. Continue. <coughs> Seems fairly quiet. And you turn a corner at one point. What? Oh, God. And there's a portal there. <gasps> a shimmering portal. And you can see in the middle, it looks like the surface. It looks like <gasps> that there was a portal out from here to the surface. You can see it at the end. And we can just jump through. What are you guys doing? Uh, can, can Orba like take out the sickle from her bag and throw it through the portal? Sure, you throw it, and you see it kind of flint flicker for a second, and you can see it kind of land in on the other side. Looks pretty sound to me. Let's do it. I gotta go. I'll right. go first. Okay. All right. I just Zara steps through. What are you guys doing? I'm stepping through. Step. 
There we go. Hip up. Uh, I cast. What? I'm sorry. Firebolt <gasps> at the roof of the cave, ten feet ahead of me. Okay. Ahead of me. Like, okay. it, like back behind where oh. we came from. Oh. Where Does that make sense? Oh. To try to cause a cave-in. Oh. Uh. That's still going to be on the same side as that. Correct. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. I was yes. like, what I you doing? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I would have done here with this minus. <laughs> so do I need to make I a snap roll against the ceiling? Of the effectiveness of it. Okay. What? It's a five. Five. So you. Oh no, it isn't. I'm sorry. It's an eleven. Eleven. Okay. I thought it was a one. Fire sorry. it off, and it hits the ceiling, and sort of, and some of the ceiling starts to. Well, it just starts to get faster and faster as, as it seems it, like it's collapsing. As it starts to speed up, I pass through. Great. Sophia. Um, I, it's just Graven and I, right? No, I. No, I jumped through. Oh, I'm gonna jump. Yeah. I'm alone. Okay, I didn't realize. Yeah. And you guys. Oh. On the other side. <laughs> and you're out. In the air, it seems like the terrain is similar to kind of what it was near Bloms. It's like swampy-ish. It's not like a full, but it seems like you have returned to the surface in some capacity. Um, we need to get a hold of yeah. Erland and Jillian. Sipro, do you know where the entrance is, where we can find our friends? You have an idea of where that would be? Yeah. Uh, yes, and I point to where it would be, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then if it's possible, I vanish. Uh, or teleport or leave or you don't run away. You can run. Then I, then I point. I point and I turn away and I hobble away sure, because I'm almost dead. And I don't say anything else. I just walk away. Well, thank you very much. I hope you have a nice life. He's leaving. He's going. And I raise my goodbye. Hand thank you. Well, that was strange. How? How the hell are we gonna get Erland out? I don't know. What do you mean? He's out. He's with, He's Jillian. He's with Jillian. We have to go get them. He pointed we in the direction. We have to make sure that they don't get alarmed that we left and uh, yes. take the people in who are at the front door that know us. Orba starts walking. I think we, we should go. start going. Quickly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, start to move. And as you're moving, you can see on the right side, a little bit in the distance, you can see the sort of wooden boardwalk. You seem to be at past it. So you can see part of the boardwalk to your right. And you start to move through. And you start to see the trees and the brush thickens a little bit. You recognize this a little uh-huh. bit. It looks like where you and Jillian kind of walked down where, where you there. originally did. And you guys start to descend. And you see that big tree where you had tied up the horses. Mm-hmm. They <gasps> seem to still be there, tied up to the tree. These are ours. Okay, let's get on them. Let's ride. Let's go. And you guys get down. Double up. And that's where we're going to call it. Oh my evening. goodness. As we move. Uh, oh my God. To reunite with Erland and Jillian. Jeez Louise. Sam, man. thank you so much for joining us. Yay, Sam. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you so much. Yes, thank Join you. Join us next time um, on Tabletop. Yes. Also, thank you to Lord Gusumba. He did uh, bits and he also hosted us. So oh, thank you very much. It's very sweet. Yes. Thank you, Lord Gusumba. And Kamikaze brought us the dice. Oh, Kamikaze brought us dice from New York Comic Con. So wonderful. Awesome. Thank you guys much. Thanks. Yeah, no, that's it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Don't eat zombie Skittles. Don't eat zombie Skittles. If you think of, if you're thinking just about it, watch this video back. Yeah, just don't realize right. it. We'll see how many times oh, I spit them in. So Good night, everybody. Bye. You have reached the conclusion for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend or leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. 
There's always room in our party for more adventurers near and far. Until next time, as the Ackley Elves would say, your presence is a gift. 